let's see. Crystal Shami says Kevin is live. Yes, 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 I am. All right, so I've done tip jars, everything. I've done all the uh, stuff. I've mentioned Fauci. I don't like. We're still going after Fauci, <laughs> and everyone. I will not stop. And I don't think uh, I don't think the people that are um, uh, hanging around with are inclined to stop either. And uh, they can run, but they can't hide. So that's all I've got to say about that. Uh, now, um, I made a mistake in the last stream, I believe. Uh, when I was speaking with uh, Anthony Doc Heck. And um, he mentioned a paper, he said Klassen, talking about um, Kreutzfeldt Yakov, etc. I think that, that, I think that was the uh, tone of the conversation. But he might, he might have been talking about this paper, uh, Klassen's, uh, which is the, the, Prion-like properties of the nucleocapsid protein and its interaction with alpha-synuclein, etc. Um, so if he was talking about that paper and I misunderstood him, I uh, would apologise. So um, this is the paper. We've done it. Um, we've done it before. This isn't, uh, this isn't the Klassen paper, which came out and just said, and, you know, Specifically, just sort of talking about vaccine, etc. Um, this is a far more um, rigorous uh, study. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to do that. And oh, I'm going to go off on a rant. I, I, I know it. I know it. <laughs> Science. Science magazine. Drop this fucking turd. Right. How the fuck? How the fuck uh, has woke politics got into a science journal? What is the data in this paper? Right, before we even get to the fucking paper. What about this? Support non-profit science journalism. Donate. Non-profit journalism holy fuck they pull in millions tens and tens of millions of dollars and what they're pu they're pulling the old they're pulling that old trick of uh what being a charity what what is this <laughs> just a, if if it's non-profit if it's non-profit why isn't why isn't everything why isn't the paywall removed from it because people are paying to put the articles in there. It's not free. And then, and then, when you've got your dream, you've been published in science and you've got that, you've got that print, right? You've gone out and got yourself a hard copy and you wanna, you wanna sprinkle that around, put it on the coffee tables, put it in the coffee tables of the coffee area, canteen. Just let everyone know, yeah. Science, bitch. <laughs> and uh, first, is going to sit down and uh, crack open, crack open the page, just catch up on some news in the science world. What are you going to see? Oh, has the physics helped me embrace my non-binary gender identity in all its complexity? Now, I, I haven't. Oh, 
right. Catelyn Rasmussen. I wonder if it's any, uh, I wonder if it's any relation to Fat Angie. I just wonder. I wonder about the origin of uh, that surname. Where's uh, where's uh, the anti-Simon Whistle Prophet Burgle when you need him? What are we I'm trying to uh, trying to hang on YouTube? But uh, you know, the Jew always always comes through. <laughs> I'll bet you I'll put fucking dollars to die now, especially with uh, uh, Robert Newbecker. I want that down checked. Oh, growing up, I asked a lot of questions, many of them foretold my future in astronomy. Why is the sun yellow? Why do the constellations look like that? Why does Jupiter have a spot? My parents answered what they could, and they bought me books to answer the rest. But my most frequent questions started when I was about five years old. So I, my girl, and for that my parents had no answer. In fact, in the 1990s, in the foothills of the Appalachians, no one did. No one did. I didn't have the support I needed in the classroom. There was none of those purple rainbow hair teachers there to guide me, to tell me that my gender's fluid. It was my first encounter with a question that has no simple answer. It faded in and out of my consciousness until middle school when puberty brought feelings of dismay and disgust. Yeah, that's that's called growing up. <laughs> you stupid cow. <laughs> Just lean into it. Lean into it. Grab the existential dread of human existence and do your fucking part. Jesus! No, we're not gonna not gonna do anything else. I'm gonna I'm fucking on this now. Every day meant performing my femininity or feeling increasingly isolated from it. As I as I looked at all that uh, propaganda from Tavistock, telling me that my mental illness is perfectly natural. On the academic front, things weren't much better. Oh, God, it was so oppressive. Men and women, even the women, the whammins, the other men, didn't recognise my pain. In high school, I particularly hated freshman physics and its inflexible rules. Oh, God, that's science. Its rules and constants, how dare they, which seemed to mirror the society I lived in. The same way we learn to expect a pendulum to swing, a block to slide down a slope, a ball to fall off a cliff. I was expected to go to church, meet a man, marry young, have kids. Yeah, yeah, you know what? It's not such a bad idea. In in Russia right now, they'll give you a million rubles if you can spit out ten kids. That's a fucking based move. That's a fucking base move. I'm moving to Russia. Get myself a babushka going into uh name of it. What's the fucking outback they have there? What's Alaska? The big the big ass end of Russia where the mosquitoes are. 
Yeah, man, this, this, this bitch was just watching too much of uh, Friends and fucking Big Bang, whatever, and all, all the global homo propaganda TV being pumped into their fucking living room, and you just swallowed it down. <laughs> Siberia, thank you, I hope. I went to college because I wanted out. I felt purposeless, hollow, void of meaning, but at the same time, standing at the crossroads to a thousand different futures, like a particle atop a perfect sphere. I could have fallen in any direction. It was pure chance that I wandered into a bookstore and saw Stephen Hawking's The Grand Design on the front table. Like I want to put on the front table my mental illness of the scientific institutions look look at my warped perception of my genitals you and feel my pain as i was twiddling those instruments with their constants using those computers with their bits flipping up and down non-binary even the computer was oppressing me through the screen I cannot tell you what inspired me to pick up a book on cosmology, but I did. And in a few short minutes, I discovered a doorway into a new kind of physics. The kind of physics that doesn't have all the answers. The kind of physics that disagrees with itself. The kind of physics that is messy and chaotic and, God forbid, fun. Oh, God, yes, fun. You should meet my friend, Piss Pig. And KY, corn-fed fucker. Oh, God. It's such... It's such entertainment at the parties. Over the following years, I learned about relativity. Uh, you know what? There's a fucking good conversation just just to have about how psychology has, has, has taken that word, relativized everything, warped it, warped it to provide an excuse for mental illness. Things I'd accepted as fact were really just approximations of unknowable truth. I would stare down at my pubis and would wonder where my little winky was. Why didn't I have a bigger winky? Being non-binary means challenging the status quo every day. In college, I'd also hear the word transgender. Yep, the infiltration into the colleges. There you go. There you go. There's the other part that needs cutting off. You want to save it? You want to save it before there's fucking catastrophe? We're going to have real, real meat space catastrophes. Not, not, the, not the theoretical ones in physics, like renormalization. <laughs> <laughs> that real hard fucking consequences. It's on you right now. <sighs> oh, I was drastically different from my first brush with queerness. <laughs> An encounter with a slur. A slur. On a sign wielded by members of the Westboro Baptist Church, those Nazis. 
who came to my hometown to demonstrate when I was 13. At the end of college, I would realise that I, myself, am bisexual. Attracted to my own gender as well as others. Just as gravity draws every single thing in the universe to every other thing, it felt natural. Like I had found a lower energy state of existence, yeah, it still wasn't in my ground state. Oh, God, yes, I can take all the scientific metaphors and apply them to my mental illness. Make it seem more real. Please make it seem more real with the sciences. We've got to get in there. We've got to appropriate their language. Their vernacular. How that finally happened halfway through graduate school when I found the label non-binary. God, not binary. It sounded so exciting. So rebellious. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It says, holy shit, Kevin's reading real science. Yeah, this is the real science now. That's it. This is legit in the journals, man. And you wonder why I fucking let it burn. Let it burn. <laughs> I'm a fucking webpage. Let it burn! Fucking hell! It's bad enough the fucking warped science with the environmentalism that you know is just being pushed by corporations. And now you get this fucking shite! I suppose, you know, I thought, I thought there would be some, some haven of sanity as I would guide my children through life as they would, you know, of course they're going to come into contact now with these fucking weirdos. But you know what? As they got a bit older and, you know, they were looking for a bit of ground truth, I could have pointed to, oh, I used to think that I could point them to, uh, to the, to the scientific journals. Why don't you have a read of that? That might answer your question. I'll help you. I'll help you. What questions do you have? We'll look at it. I'll try and teach you how to sort of do the research properly. But now they're going to open the front page because they've been they've been trained, trained to read a book. And this fucking turd will be in the first couple of pages. Big set piece. I don't want to know about your fucking mental illness when you're doing science. Take it to your fucking therapist or your fucking homo club where you don't act like a fucking degenerate or where you get into a bitchy relationship with your bull dyke fucking partner and you start increasing the domestic violence stats. Because that's what women do when they get into those partnerships. Fucking hell. Throw friends on Twitter. Yeah, they'll ban me on Twitter. Right, for trying to point out how fucking ridiculous this is. How fucking dangerous it is. I mean, dangerous. Eh, we're probably looking at uh, some pretty lean years coming up as they try to rearrange the chessboard and stamp this corporate global homo onto everyone and some countries just uh, might not be uh, too 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 happy about it no we don't 
who get it, right? <laughs> we don't want to be lobotomizing them, right? But just, uh, you know, time and a place and everything. I don't just, I don't just come back home, fucking, you know, <laughs> like piss pig, start soaking the furniture. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> On Twitter. Oh, look at it. That's what we're eulogising for the young and confused right now. Because what this is, when I talk about gateway drugs, this is the fucking gateway where there are fucking predators waiting, waiting for kids who are, who are got questions, are confused, are, are divorced a little bit from reality, maybe because the material comforts have been a little too much. I don't know. I, you know, there's many, many questions as to why it should be. Or maybe it's just a fucking malicious program right from the start as those collectivists have seen one ideology collapse after another over the past couple of hundred years and they keep trying to find new ways to subvert everything. Oh, with its fluidity and Disavowal of the traditional two-gender system. Non-binary felt right. I felt like home. I felt like I'd spent my whole life trying to solve a chaotic system, only to realise there wasn't one answer. No, I could have multiple genders come and rub my diseased pussy. That's right. Indulge me. Indulge me in my genitals and my insecurities let me wear them as a fucking badge on my shoulder come in and force you when you're working on those delicate experiments to say have you recognised my non-binary state have you seen my ground state you you're looking for your fluorescence was then that I realised that I am a photon. Oh, like a rainbow. Possessing qualities inherent to either side of the binary, but ultimately belonging to neither. Yeah, man. Like, when, when, they've, taken, when they've taken the vernacular of science and bolted it on to their mental health, mental health disorder, I guess, we've got a problem. We've got a problem. Because this fictive fucking reality will meet actual fucking reality. Mm. Say, it's probably a lot closer than you think when we get going to get to the other tabs. I'll be too, too fucking angry right now. Oh, it hasn't always been easy. I lived a bit of a double life for a while. Authentic in my internet presence... Closeted whilst I finished my PhD, but when I was ready, embracing my identity brought me into an incredible community. That's why we'd managed to subvert that physics department. Yes. All the closet homos and autists that were in there that did, were behaving for decades, we, uh, we came in and uh, radicalised them. Now, now all our physics departments have to have a giant... Gender binary, gender binary, fucked up mental state day. Every Wednesday, 
Friday and Monday. Monday is especially for Journal Club, where we read uh, the latest in uh, LGBTQ news and uh, mixed genders. <laughs> Being non-binary means challenging the status quo every day. It means everything can and must be questioned. Yep. Mm, you can question it, all right. Wait till the reality kicks in. Wait. Wait. Okay. Because this, this, okay, you, you, you're pushing people to fucking breaking point. Right. Yeah. You have people like me saying, don't go to those institutes, it's rotten. Burn it all down. Stop giving your tax money. Right. And, you know, it's patriotic duty uh, to withdraw. <laughs> money should they uh, should they not be representing you should they be dragging you into forever wars and promoting this kind of nonsense and uh giving away your rights uh to stakeholder corporate government entities stop feeding the beast the telescopes have pride flags on them now i bet you they do Maybe they've gone in there and like in the in the toilets they'll be there that have started with little doodles of their little little symbols that they make for themselves. <laughs> Good doggy says I could make reality better by bemoaning my victimization of it ad nauseum. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking thing is, right? She didn't. She didn't do the hard work to get publication in science. I don't know. Maybe she has. Maybe she. Maybe she breached it. You know, she's been facilitated through, and now she's in the club. She can. Uh, she can start emoting in the editorial section. Oh God! You're all bigots. All of you bigots. Right, you pocket gentlemen. It's only right that matters. Indeed. Uh, support a good doc. Uh, you can uh, buy me a coffee. Hit that tip jar, folks. Hit the tip jar. Send the dock. Keep docking the game. I'll be here fighting for you. <laughs> it's every day. Every day. I say someone. I said twenty-five bucks. Thank you. Thank you. Makes all the difference. <laughs> It means exploring things others take to be fundamental in new ways from a new angle. Yes, that's right. I get in there and look at those differential equations, spread my legs and show them my pierced and tattooed minge. Rub it, rub it like a magic... A magic talisman. And the answers come flooding through. Oh, the... Oh, the solutions that I see. Rainbow coloured they are. How in my everyday life, my gender identity compels me. I compel you. Like exorcists. 
I compel you. That's where I got it from. The exorcist. Compelling out the bigotry. I compel you. Take that demon. Take that bigotry demon and give it into me as I first transcribe it into my own sexual bigotry of my own that I can put in science. I turn over unseen stones. Oh, God. I try on orthodox methods. I wrestle with big fundamental questions. All of these things make me a better scientist. Except when the monkeypox got me. They put me out for a couple of weeks and the prep I have to take now. That's, uh, that's a bit of a bummer. But, uh, you know. It's the price we pay for being the bleeding edge. Physics is always evolving and gender is too. Yes. What the fuck is this, man? When we understand that things are more complex than they appear, we learn. When scientists embrace the complexity of the universe, our science can only improve. I need that fucking stupid bitch uh, singing her song. <laughs> I'm a Talmud. And it being uh, six genders and tum-tums. <laughs> I'm not staying up on YouTube, am I? <laughs> Where's Tum-Tum go? Someone find me a link for that. Tum-Tum. <laughs> this is in science. Science. Careers. Working life. <laughs> Your kids are no longer safe, folks. Your kids are no longer safe. America, what have you done? What have you done? Please. Uh, John Arthur says, my theory is that this is normalization for transhuman garbage that will come and see him appealing to these people. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You don't, you don't think as Klaus Schwab was digging into his twink, Yuval Harari. You don't think he's telling him, you will, you will talk about the transhumanism, how we can fuck each other. We can grow the penis and the vagina. Tell them. You Not this time. Not this fucking time. No! No, 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 no! No! No, 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 no! No! Not this fucking time! No fucking way! No fucking way! No fucking way! No fucking way! You made me look a right cunt! Yeah, just, uh, I want to go to the FEMA camp, please. Have enough! I can't take it! I'll take the, I'll take the gulag! Give me the gulag! Scroll down, let me see that one. <laughs>
Now look, man. Um, now fucking bulldike. Let's get her off the screen, right? But this is right, this is something that you know we could talk about this in academia. I I was low paid, not paid during PhD, um, but you know at least I had access to um, healthcare. Um, this is an issue that we could talk about. Um, I think. Uh, unless unless he's gonna um, what's his chronic disease? Hang on. It might be it might be he needs those gender bending chemicals. Wait. Let me just check. Canada and Chester Dream working last one around. I also have chronic disease that knows no break to stay alive. I rely on daily medications. A graduate stipend is barely enough. Uh-huh. Um Yeah, man. But look, that sucks. Right? That sucks. Why don't why, why why can't we have this? More of this. Please. Give me, give me the link to that uh, queer experience in astronomy. <laughs> oh, God, let me look at the state of this. You know, you know what a bit like. Um, why did I not paste? Fuck you. <laughs> Bear with me, folks. Uh, where is it? Oh, God, <laughs> present place. Come on, Discord. Where is that? Uh, there. Type that. <laughs> Let me see this. Why aren't you pasting? What the fuck? What's going on with my keyboard? I broke my keyboard. Uh, what is it? Is that stupid button somewhere? I don't have keyboard now. Thank you. Which? Where is it? What is that keyboard? Where? There's a fucking button on here that you press. And is it this one? back maybe sorry <laughs> yeah, just yeah, sorry i'm writing so much <laughs> in the gaming keyboard my mechanical gaming keyboard you know so uh there's things on there that you don't hit by accident when you're rage quitting just i managed to trigger it <laughs> Boom. That. Bring that pack up. Uh, right. I want. No. What was it? We fit some no place inside to <laughs> oh, no. oh, hang on, I gotta get grip. I'll get fucking grip, I'll get hiccups. Jesus.
<laughs> Isn't there supposed to be a shortcut, right, when it when it disappears all your icons? It just makes it come back up. Where is that? Put the desktop back. <laughs> if you can if you consider grumpy old middle-aged men writing at a camera about how how the science is, how how one of our greatest gifts to humanity has been taken over by queefism. It's a breath of fresh air. Well welcome aboard. <laughs> No, fuck off. Lee, where's it gone? Uh, thank you, an effort. What's this? <laughs> These subscribers. Oh, she got she got fucking purple hair. <laughs> oh my god, it's not her, Caitlin Rasmussen. Oh god. Whamming, feel my power. Oh god. Exoplanets from hot Jupiter to terrestrial sized exoplanets. Uh, and then I'm going to talk about um, My how I handle imposter syndrome as a marginalized. Oh, fucking look at it! Look at it! Look! Look! She's put her fucking pronouns in the titles of her talk. Jesus Christ. He think... After a planet rotates, the more smeared out its vector gets. So, um, yeah, you, you can actually do, do your cross correlation of your data with these varying rotation rates and come up with the best match, which in the case of, um, of uh, belts at all, which a paper that came out of my group this year, we found that the best match was obviously recovered at the, uh, the rotation rate for which you have tidal locking. So this is kind of the key plot of everything that we're doing in our uh, multi epic observation. We're, we're trying to observe the night side, or the day side quadrature, and then the, uh, the day side of the planet. And all of this is because planetary spectra vary dependent on, depending on which part of the planet that you Yeah. We know, I know, uh... Ah! Ah, I knew it! I knew, I knew there would be some fucking... <laughs> Handling imposter syndrome and marginalized researcher. Imposter syndrome. No one gives a fuck. We don't care. Take your fucking mental illness and take it out the fucking workplace. No one gives a fuck. Fact, it makes us all a bit uncomfortable. Yeah. 
like having to accommodate that sociopath, the psychopath that we know is just ready to go spree shooting. <laughs> but I've got, I've got no idea what imposter, I'm, imposter syndrome. Is that what, uh, is that what Dr. Young does when he goes in trying to get papers published? is really a like deeply personal person to person oh god yeah she's gotta feel my person yeah when i'm when i'm at that telescope oh god i gotta get in there i've gotta spread my legs like max my minge the crystal on my minge just needs to feel the power flowing in from those universal photons oh god oh um especially if you belong to a historically excluded group within the sciences there are just so many reasons that you might there's no fucking groups in scientists you're a scientist you go there you handle a bunch of principles and you try to write them up as best as you can that's it that's it nothing else nothing else i didn't go in and uh force people in the lab to uh in <laughs> Indulging my hobbies. <laughs> my pretty fire like going there and uh, play, play Quake. <laughs> play Quake with the other kids. Science is full of black holes. Doesn't sound like a competent lecturer or scientist. No, this is a fucking predator. This is part of the predator class that's been that's, that's having the wheels greased all the way through. Might not be feeling like you fit in or that you belong or that you're... Oh, God. Oh, God, the existential angst as I can feel my minch crystal throbbing. Because today it wants to be a Oh, God. Oh. That other girl. Oh, if only she knew. If only she knew how much I just want to bend her over. Let her feel my minch crystal. Then she'd understand the nature of the universe. Oh, God. And why can't I do it in the common room? Ah. smart as your colleagues or anything like that but um so i i started out college having a lot of imposter syndrome and now oh, i'm imposter syndrome free so i can assure you that it is possible um yes Alice? yes we've built we've built the distorted mental health frameworks that let me indulge let me indulge my narcissism my malignant narcissism that now you've got to feel too. Come and touch it, yes. Touch it. And minge crystal. Feel it. Feel it. Now I'm comfortable. Get down there, yes. Yes, you professor. You bigot, get down there and look at it. Look at it. Tell me the stars that you see in that crystal. I put the mirror down there and I put a laser light and I see.
fucking dancing around. There's the key to the universe. Look at my minge. Go on. <laughs> I pronounce it be Cosmic Queef. <laughs> Cosmic Queefer. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Uh. The DGENs only hire DGENs. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. They become like a little fucking mafia. It's that simple. It's that simple. It's the subversion of your institutions. Because, because they think that reality is this flexible, rubbery thing, and that isn't this base, right? <laughs> Get started. Um, my my back. Oh God! Yes, look at it there. There, look at the symbolism, you know, that throbbing mint crystal there, reflected in the pool of sopping wetness. As I grab my girlfriend, yes, and I have statues of men around me worshipping. Look at me gush and squirt. Oh, yes, feel it. Feel my mint powers. Feel it. Feel it as it transitions from state to state. Sometimes I just strap on that silicon dildo and I just get that dildo to Roger in. Oh, my background in early college, terrible student in grade school, never considered science a career till I graduated high school. No one told me I could start college way behind schedule. Relied heavily on tutoring to pass the physics one, took three semesters to catch up my peers in physics, never caught up in math. So I can't do the numbers, you see. Can't do the numbers, but I'm allowed. I'm allowed to flaunt around. I'm allowed to take my minge crystal into the physics department to look at the uh, planetary systems because I'll sit there and do the dark shifts because I can sit there and rub it and fry. Oh, God. Oh, God. There's a new girl downstairs and that the, the kitchen boy. The kitchen boy, he seems like a simp. He had a rash the other day. I bet he's got monkey pox. I know. I know. And now we can all get together. We can scheme and kick out the rest of the bigots. <laughs> the name is Mitch Crystal. <laughs> Look, she got a 40 minute lecture to speak about exoplanets. Now, I don't know about you, but when I was giving a lecture, right, I'd struggle to get data, everything that I wanted to get out, you know, and you've got to time it, and you there's so much stuff you want to get through. And you, you're stumbling over your words, and you're trying to think of all the, all those complex thoughts that you had when you had that time to sort of, you know, self-actualise in the in the what should have been a quiet place of reflection in the halls of academia. Now, now we look at these minge crystals and silicon cocks and cock-shaped biscuits. 
Can't shake Blamange. Oh, that's my favourite on Friday. Look, man, there are, there are parts of sciences that I found tough. <laughs> I had to spend a lot of time thinking, oh, fuck me, what's that mean? This was before internet. Before internet, we should... You had to, you could come back to the basic windows just, oh, right, okay, okay. <laughs> just, that was, that's what that is, okay, okay, where'd it go? Friday's more up by day. Background in science actually goes all the way back to, like, elementary school. Not in a not in a good like positive way, but um, so as a uh, as a kid, I was actually expelled from elementary school, like expelled from the public school system. And, oh, um, such a rebel! The teacher, like saw me once I rejoined the public school system two years later, and so where I had once been a bright kid who got you know good grades on the standardized test and everything, because my teachers perceived me to be a troublemaker, they treated me like a troublemaker, and so I you know my grades. Oh yes, oh yes, I was a troublemaker. It's a troublemaker. My minge crystal was just a seed back then. Had it hadn't been energized by the new woke, my new woke brother, brethren, sisters, and other men, and the men who have sex with men, the women who have sex with women, there's a flow between them. I did fit that stereotype of a kid that just gets into trouble and never, never studied anything. So by the time I graduated high school, um, I was a pretty bad student. Um, I got C's in all my math classes, and I got a D in my introductory physics class. But after I graduated, I kind of had this epiphany that, like, you know, I was 18, and I still had my whole life ahead of me, and I realized that there were things out there that I wanted to do once. Like, for a while, I had wanted to be an astrophysicist as a kid. And so I decided it was time to um, give it a shot and uh, see if it worked out. Unfortunately, it did work out. Um, but, yeah, I had never I had never considered science until I started oh, about physical mechanics with the other people who had started in my year, the things that the playing field would kind of be, like, level because we were all in the same class. But it never was. And for a while, I thought that was that was just on me. That even though we were all in the same class, can't stand it. I can't fucking stand it. What? So, so science lectures now have to be have to be a therapy session. <laughs> That's what this is. And the thing is, on fucking government grants now, there's a whole box that's dedicated to people like her that they rank up. Oh, Minch Crystal. That, that puts you up the rankings a lot. Matsu Japo Makawaka <laughs> and his diligence and his, his straight grades. <laughs> his, he's a man. He doesn't need our help. We don't need his science. Fuck him. Well, he's still he's still got slopey eyes. Maybe we'll bump him up. We'll bump him up against the uh, against the. Uh, I was going to say Doctor Wilson, <laughs> but the Doctor Wilson we know is <laughs> gender fluid too. Let it burn, man. Let it burn. I'm fucking done. I am fucking done.
Then I want to take the rest of the train now. Feel fucking nauseous. She's using the platform to wipe the. <laughs> just... Can't do the science. Can we just have science? Please. It was bad enough. It was bad enough when science had to be, you know, there had to be some sort of green ecological spin on it. Not this time. Not this fucking time. No! No, 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 no! No! No, 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 no! No! Not this fucking time! No fucking way! No fucking way! No fucking way! No fucking way! You made me look a right cunt! Alright. Alright, what am I gonna get to now? Yeah, two minutes of hate. That's what we need. Let's have two minutes of hate. Let's get back on. After that. After the last hour of hate, <laughs> bit more, so we're a bit more meaty. <laughs> let's let's let's, uh, let's really more. more at least at least at least this one this one just makes me filled with rage. Doesn't make me nauseous. <laughs> Uh, let's just uh, let's look at those relations of uh your them that we will make them right robotic genitals Mastering the fourth industrial revolution. Change fueled by a digital revolution. Technologies emerging and intersecting at exponential speed and scale. Today, we are gathered here to contemplate, to contemplate whether we are in the stage of the fourth industrial revolution about to begin. The one thing certain the next industrial revolution you know you know he would have been applauding the minge crystal oh god yes minge crystal and the speed of digits but uh fluid fluid digits we need those quantum computers as fast as possible we need to take away we need to take away those ones and zeros Revolution is like the three that preceded it. It will bring enormous change. There is excellent work being done in the EU, the Commonwealth, and of course the UN, which has a vital role in ensuring that no country is excluded from the wonderful. Just wind that back. Just wind that back. What did I see there? Look! Look at it! Right in your face! Right in your face. And you know what? You know they wanted to put that one first. Fuck the families in poverty. Fuck them. Right? Because that's that's the direction that they're taking right now. Right? As they shrink their economies for their ideologies. 
right? Because the, the, the poor are just increasing. We're all just swimming down, right? Waiting to fall off the rung, waiting to fall off the roof to try and repair old tarp. It's an old tent on my window. Try to keep the weather out, right? Get the money to number five. When they say no poverty, right? When they say no poverty, they mean it literally, right? Because the more they put down there in the poverty section, the more are going to die. And and then you can have more piss pigs. JK Corp fed motherfuckers. And whatever her name is. No impo- imposter. Imposter astronomer. Queef imposter astronomer. There it is, look. And there, there they are, look, just trying to shove it down your throat. Wonderful benefits of this technology and the industrial revolution it is bringing about. The fourth industrial revolution, an all-consuming industrial revolution, right across the board. The speed of change, a thousand times faster than during the first industrial revolution, and affecting... Uh... I never get that about him, he'd be like... Oh. Oh. Oh, it's anal. It's anal crystal plug just vibrating as clouds. Then you're saying the right things. <laughs> ah, God. All services, all products, all countries, all industries, and all people. Yeah, what'd you get? Look at all these fucks. Mastering the fourth industrial revolution. Change fueled by a digital revolution. Technologies emerging and intersecting at exponential speed and scale. Today, we are gathered here to to contemplate whether we are in the stages of the fourth industrial revolution about to begin. The one thing certain the next industrial revolution is like the three that preceded it it will bring enormous change there is excellent work being done in the eu the commonwealth and of course the un which has a vital role in ensuring that no country is excluded from the wonderful benefits of this technology and the- fuck you fuck you we know what you mean about it now we know what you mean i don't want it I don't want it. <laughs> I did this doggy. I've seen this one before, but I forgot about it. But um, it just <laughs> so after that, that's old sort of clips from various years, but. <laughs> <laughs> what? I've got so many uh, memes at the moment. Uh, you've been nudged, good doggy. <laughs> you sweet for lunch. I'm fucking fireman. <laughs> oh god, I've got to watch Breaking Bad again. I've got to watch it. What? What series, man? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing's gonna quite compare just to watching that first. <laughs> 
first couple of episodes again, but there's so much in there. There's so much in there to uh, enjoy. That's a, that prostitute, I don't know what season it was, but uh, that's like old 60s song. And they're just watching that hoe, just doing business for all. And this playing Sandy, Sandy's got to do what? <laughs> Glugging on fucking mouth. That sucked in sallow face that you see all white bitches got now. <laughs> Thin lips. <laughs> uh, I've got work to do. I can't work. I can't binge watch Breaking Bad. Wendy, that's it, Wendy, it's Wendy. How <laughs> I get that? What's this? What's that song called? Breaking Bad Wendy, I've got, I've got to play it. <laughs> Fuck this bitch. I want crackos. Where is it? Wendy song, please. Is this it? Tell me. Someone find me. Wendy's theme for Breaking Bad. Wait, too fast. Because he's wanting his chin back. Maximum. Give me it. Maximum.
Yeah, brilliant. Brilliant. Mandy totally takes Bendy. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we've done real science, right? We felt the minge crystal. <laughs> Oh man! All right, let's get to. Uh... What else did I have? Oh yeah, you in the midst they recruited social media COVID influencers. A 2020 podcast clip recently went viral, wherein UN global communications leader admitted recruiting over 100,000 information volunteers. Yes, we know who they are. Where can we go? Swaldale Martin. There we go. Here they are, folks. <laughs> That's them. <laughs> Don't forget it. It's there. <laughs> okay, brilliant. Report him, block him. <laughs> I literally, I literally wrote um, from from the uh, the necrotic coagulopathy uh, in the as a, as a consequence of. <laughs> And that I because because I've put it on the screen, that pitch has been grabbed and passed around. And um these uh I don't know Easter Island heads, I think it's from uh, the museum. Well what's that movie called? Right, the museum. Maybe like dum dum, something like that. So I think, oh god, yeah, dum dum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm damaged after seeing that Wendy. Yeah, man, that's fucking great scene, man. Fucking great. Let's move on. Chad Gramps is back. Yes. Yes. Let's get some sanity back in here. Sweat and tears. My life's been full of it. Seven days a week I work. Daylight till dark. Trying to make a better man of myself and trying to make a better life for those around me and those that I care for. And now I know that you're if you're watching this video, your life has been full of blood, sweat, and tears in your own right to get you to the point that you're at in your life right now. And now we got a group of fucking politicians thinking that they're gonna take our rights away. That our blood and our sweat and our tears, the same fucking thing that this country is built on. Blood, sweat and tears of other men who get Minge crystals. We could live a life of fucking freedom and prosperity in what could be one of the richest countries in this world. But instead, we're watching our politicians bankrupt this country, give billions of fucking dollars away offshore, while our fucking people in this country go without water, drinkable water, proper shelter. Shelter, fucking homeless. That we can go on and on. The corruption never fucking ends. This country was built on blood, sweat, and tears, people. Our freedoms are in jeopardy. We're being attacked from within by our own fucking government. And it's going to take blood, sweat, 
And it's going to take fucking tears to regain what's rightfully ours, to cast this fucking useless, corrupt government the fuck out. Anybody that belongs to the World Economic Forum should be cast out from any type of government in this country and never allowed to fucking participate there again. Go be a part of your fucking club, you cocksuckers, but get the fuck out of our country. Blood, sweat, and tears, people. It's time to start shedding it in order to keep our fucking country and to save our kids from these pedophile motherfuckers. I love each and every one of you. <laughs> fucking... What a chat. What a chat. God damn it. I hope I look like that in 20 years. God, I need my testosterone supplement. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> I want to be leaping off the roof. <laughs> my nails and my hands grow. All right, moving on swiftly. Uh, <laughs> this, this, this is America the absurd. I don't know Dennis Rodman and some basketball player, right? But there's uh, there's this girl. Now look, it's tragic that she's gone there with a CBD pen or whatever, and yeah, maybe there's medical benefits to it, and you know it wasn't psychoactive, etc. And you know she's got all caught up because of uh, political friction uh, that's going on right now, and um. So this girl has been arrested by the Russians and uh, Dennis Rodman. Didn't he go to Korea? Right. But it's not. He's going there because of, uh, well, you know, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's weed and it's just a non-crime, etc. And he's going to go and plead. He wants time with Putin. Time with Pappy Putin. But look at him. Look at the fucking state of that. Pot coin. <laughs> Piercing's in his face to make him look like a fucking African warlord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Miguel. Gala. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta let go, man. Get some pot coin. I'll get you one of these. <laughs> He's got monkey pox. <laughs> Look at them all with their caps and fucking delusional, man. Look. I like we like the... <laughs> I the list here. I do. I do. It's just some places you can't do it. You can't do it. I don't go blazing trees here it's just not done it's just not done Morning on park Oh, I swapped my XRP. I got XRP. 
I'll swap him for popcorn. At least, at least it's got a tangible good behind it, I guess. That's renewable. <laughs> I demand. Oh, no. Valuable than gold. Holy shit. I can't see it going well. <laughs> okay. Let's get to uh let's get to more serious matters, man. Uh, Kiev poisoned Russian soldiers with neurotoxin in Ukraine's southeastern region, says Moscow. Um that's a no no. That's a no no. Again, your chem biowarfare keeps bubbling to the surface. Things are starting to get a little bit tense. A little bit tense in Europe. The old trench warfare and the attrition warfare is going as expected. You're just going to have lines now as they as they bombard each other to pieces. And the Russians are just going to be able to bombard more. Then they're, they're taking back... Russian, this is a country, they all speak Russian. They've all been being bombed by the Ukrainians. And they're, they're going to try and take as much of the, uh, the territory as they can. They'll, they'll keep shipping in. They've got, they've got the resources to keep building the shells, <laughs> the artillery tubes that they're sending there by the thousands. And, and what? Russia, Russia doesn't have a Casas Belli now when we're, when we're pretty certain that those institutes, the biological institutes, were sketchy. That, that now, well, I mean, it was botulinum, them, right? But I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they stole it from a beauty center or a hospital or something. Maybe it wasn't a, a, a weaponized form. But pff, I don't. I just don't think people realise how fucking close things are to getting to, to just fracturing. And and what Europe's not capable of having a long drawn out miserable fucking conflict that drags on for three or four years as they slog through mud. <laughs> the other side, the other side. Can't have Russians win at any cost. So we've all got to go down the shitter now because of them. Because of their industrial revolution that they want to impose on everyone. Dictate how uh, how, how you organise your lives. Spending a bit too much time under that air conditioner, Dr. McCann. You should be absorbing those natural rays. Get your vitamin D up. Serbs are going to take Kosovo back too. Um, <laughs> somebody kill the uh, kill the Kuma bot. But uh, as of course these things are going to uh, progress, we have this headline: British soldiers told to get ready for war against Russia and prepare loved ones. Warrant officer Paul Carney said soldiers should prepare their families for the possibility of being sent to Ukraine to fight Russia in the war, which has now been going on six months. 
The army's top other ranked soldiers say troops must be ready to fight Russia, should alert a loved ones to a potential conflict. Warrant officer Paul Carney told the UK military was now shaping itself to meet the threat from Russia and was ready to counter any aggression. Now look, man, um, should should Ivan have uh, just out of the blue, <laughs> you know, just out of the blue, come on there, come and took a shit on the cliffs of Dover. I don't know, right? <laughs> you know, sending the boys. Send it to boys, we'll have a good tear up. Right. Get out some good war stories down the pub. Huh? But no. Now what we're getting is the obvious fallout from them pushing a proxy war up against Russia's borders. And now, of course, because it's going so badly, the real military is going to get dragged in. Boys, working class lads are going to get fucked up. I'm sure that I'm sure they're going to go and fuck up Russians as well. They're not incompetent British troops. They've got a bit of grit. They did have. But this is what we're looking at going into the winter. Right, and our institutes are full of pricks like this, like this, who know that they've been doing wrongs around Ukraine and all their little tax havens and all that. Yeah, we got they got to make sure that the plebs get back in place. War is a good way of doing it. Maybe. Maybe Russia just don't, didn't like how that program was going. <laughs> didn't like the, uh, didn't want minge crystals filling their institutes. Maybe, maybe they wanted to keep hold of their traditions. Maybe they understand what collectivism looks like. And even now it's got a 21st century rainbow green fucking paint coat. They know what it is. Maybe they don't want part of it. And now, and now, the working class lads are going to be dragged into it. You've got to follow the orders. That's it, man. You take the queen's shilling. That's it. You're done. To protect fucks like that. Who have been earning way more than they should have for being a prime minister or a politician. And they're trying to get away with it. And the more chaos that they cause, etc. The more, the more people are not going to pay attention. And they can burn people. You know, they can burn the, the public faces of, of these organisations. They'll get rid of Klaus. They'll give a rebranding. There'll be a new UN after it. After millions of tons of ordnance have been dropped across the European countryside. As they start shelling nuclear reactors. It says if the British military is saying this, then the American military must also be quietly discussing the possibility, not that they weren't prepared months or even decades ago. Yeah, of course. Of course. We know we knew it was coming to this. We knew. 
and it's it's a fucking travesty. Not in my name. Not in my name. I don't want I don't want anything to do with Ukrainians or Ruskies. Nothing. Let them sort their own shit out. Right? <laughs> Just step out of the way. You know, we'll help the women and children that come to the borders. The dudes can fuck right off back. Don't come here pretending you got a minge crystal. Get in. Post-Waterloo, French and English government grounded dead soldiers up into fertiliser research here. Plus, use their teeth for dentures too. Holy shit, man. Is that true? Is that true? Dang. These people. Uh, let's see. Time had come to prepare families and loved ones for the possibility of being sent to the East. He said the world had changed since Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine on February 23rd, six months ago on Tuesday, and British troops must be prepared for new realities. Well, <laughs> I'm going to see how much the... Uh, should we say? The identity politics has worked out for the British Army. Those female warrant officers driving tanks. You know, when the tracks come off in freezing cold. <laughs> it's such as the contempt for soldiers, man. W01 Carney, the world's highest, uh, the, oh, sorry, the army's highest ranked warrant officer, wrote in Soldier magazine, I want us all to check we are physically fit for operations. It's also important we prepare loved ones and families who often have the hardest role in our absence and have to prepare for you to come back in a box or shattered. Um, and the, uh, I just think uh, maybe, maybe the subversion. The old, uh, what should say? The Oxbridge buggery boys. They've just uh, pushed it a little too far this time. Uh, did you see the article citing Russia strategically fires on average 60,000 shells per day, which is more than the entire number of shells US fired? Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, let's see. My ask is that you have discussions about potential deployment with them now. Find the numbers for the support networks and the relevant people who can help them, such as the Unit Welfare Office and Padre. This is key as we could be out of contact for extended periods on tour. Making sure our loved ones have the support they need is vital for us. So we're not going to give 100% on tour if we're worried about home. Who's this fucking prick? General Sir Richard Dannett, former head of the army. Bet, uh, bet he's got a crystal inserted. You know it's coming. They'll do something stupid like start putting forward operating bases in Poland or, or ramping them up, what's already there. They'll start training. 
uh, more Ukrainian troops. Brit British troops will be getting ready for combat operations in Ukraine. What? Russia's just supposed to sit there and let them get ready? Ha! <laughs> the Queensbury rules, is it? Hey! That's Russia only using 20% of its forces. Yeah, look, man, look. There's, there's no, there's no fucking good ending to this, right? You're looking at serious, serious deprivation. Should this, should this really kick off? And I say, more, more of us are going to slip into that poverty slip into the, the the void the void of fentanyl land I'm gonna die more more children without parents Poland wants parts of Ukraine back taken in Stalin's time well you know maybe they'll use that as an excuse I don't know I don't know but I can I can tell you this 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 isn't fucking going to the Middle East and roughing up Abdul. It's not. This is very, very different. And, you know, whatever you think of Russia, they've kept, I would argue, the fight pretty constrained. But if if you start mobilizing troops on their, on their borders, why would they wait? Why? And they're not going to risk the men, right? There's just the technology to just start, you know. I'm pretty sure they've got things dialed in on the, uh, on the GPS. Send young lads to the meat grinder. Yeah, man. That, but that's what these sick fucks want. And then we have this escalation. So uh, Dugan's daughter um, got taken out by a car bomb. If we're to believe, you know, who knows with war propaganda? And you know, is this is this the Archduke Ferdinand moment? But they missed. Archduke and took out his daughter. So what? What was already a pretty angry ideologue with pretensions for <laughs> exerting control over over geographic regions has has now just been given the green light to go fucking psycho. <laughs> yeah. Some, somehow I think there was some help. If this really happened, there was some help. Dugan had a heart attack today? Well, fuck me. <laughs> 
they missed the Archduke in the first car bombing too, yeah. And, oh, right, and he's in there with a heart attack. <laughs> you know, man. I don't think the US is going to be as isolated as they think from this war in Europe. And you go around starting insurgencies on Russia's back doorstep. You give them every, every, every right to um, take matters, take all the matters that they want into their own hands. She's got a tag on her shirt that says obey. Look, man, she's a smash. Right. But now we've got the women going in and planting bombs. Так, открывайте капот, бардачок, все открывайте. Вещи выгружайте из багажника. Столик освободился. Открывайте, открывайте. Двери все тоже должны быть открыты. Очередь одна для всех. Audis, minis. Um, <laughs> what a weird, what a weird backdrop for this, for this next war. How, how bizarre. You guys think Dugan wouldn't sacrifice his own? You're in Disneyland. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Puts him in hospital with a heart attack. Maybe they're just being miles for the course. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but um, I don't. I don't think this is just going to slip off into the distance. I don't. Oh, swapped out the number plates, look. Oh. Uh, my friend and colleague, Daria Dugina, the daughter of Alexander Dugin, uh, was murdered last night by a car bomb. And um, we know damn well who did this. We know who did it. The Banderites, the Ukrainian Banderites. Now, the Ukrainian army is behaving as the terrorist groups. First of all, we've seen in Mariupol, which is there beside us, uh, we've seen that um, uh, the Ukrainians was uh, putting their points in the civilian houses, and they didn't let the civilians go away. Yeah. So they bombarded, uh, they bombarded from their houses. 
And so uh, that was a provocation terrorism. Absolutely. Yeah. So Ukrainian regime, Ukrainian soldiers, uh, had the tactics of the terrorist groups, uh, which can be compared to the ISIS uh, or um, the other terroristic uh, groups, organizations. Yeah. How do which, you think? Which the U.S. has been funding for years anyways. Yeah. So there is... ISIS, all, all these groups, uh, U.S. have been throwing money at. And they, I don't know why the U.S. loves funding terrorists. Mm -hmm. They do. Not good. Not good. Uh, moving on from that, uh, the U.S. is now saying uh, Russia is preparing to step up attacks against Ukraine, urges U.S. citizens to leave immediately. And uh, swiftly on to monkeypox. <laughs> Reinfection. Uh... <laughs> Cheer things up a bit, but uh, Sergeant Bobby Shapto after his meet up with Piss Pig, okay, white corn fed fucker. Second infection, yeah, fuck me. Oh, second infection was all clear. 7 18 2022 was officially cleared by the county and my doctor the next week, 7 25 2022. They wanted me to finish my tea pox and confer. No, I didn't get vaccinated. They told me it was not needed and they would not do it per guidelines. The CDC Kaiser, not sure. Went to the Door Alley Folsom Street party in San Fran on 7 31. Went to a couple of after parties. Oh, yes. It's big. KY Corfec. <laughs> the raids on top of Asia went for round two. I went to Buena Vista Park, had sex with several men over the course of Sunday, Monday. Ah, God. The piss, it was flowing like champagne. Ah, the coom. Coom, it was coming off the ceilings. Here is the thoughts. <laughs> what the fuck, man? What's going on? <laughs> it's the sword days breakdown going forward I'm, ta I'm talking sword days here <laughs> I got very sick imagine that imagine after Folsom after parties the... I mean like just the just the like biophysics of it and that like don't you just have jizz just seeping out your fucking asshole all the time what doesn't the other one notice what's the fuck man uh, I got very sick I ate 422 with Shigilla that shit is brutal. She hell, I should say. Eight nine twenty-two. What the heck? It looks like four new sores on the shaft of my penis. This can't be. On the shaft of my penis, one each on the back of my legs, one on my face, right cheek this time. Thank you for the symmetry, monkeypox, Doctor App. In four hours, the sores, no fucking doubt. MPV. How could it happen to me? 
Oh, God. It's not fair. How could this happen to me? I need some soul lyrics in there. <laughs> we'll have a CDC compared to positive samples for differences. Took a nice bleach soap. <laughs> what? Somehow I think that means bleach scented and uh, has a scent of bleach. Uh, <laughs> China warns US when aircraft carrier Liangyang launches over 100 fight sorties near American military bases on Okinawa. <laughs> okay. Japanese officials reported that the Chinese People's Liberation Army Navy carrier Lanyang, Lanyang had launched over 100 sorties over the past week near the island of Okinawa. Appointment of the warship and its escorts comes amid high tensions between China and the United States and following Chinese pledges in 2021 to conduct more frequent aircraft carrier operations. The US has since the 1940s based a large proportion of its forces in the Western Pacific on Okinawa, which although now part of Japan, was under American military rule until the 1970s and remains a key hub of American operations. The Yang Yang's fighters, although thought to be primarily equipped for air-to-air combat, also capable of deploying a range of standoff precision-guided munitions which can threaten enemy ships and military facilities at range. Uh, oh, we've got some Chig Chong Kino! Nice! The aircraft carrier Liaoning of China's People's Liberation Army, PLA, Navy, flew more than 100 sorties in six days, in a series of drills near Japan and Taiwan. The drills, spanning a week from May 3 to 9, took place about 160 to 230 kilometers southwest of Okinawa Island in Japan's Okinawa Prefecture, and about 160 kilometers south of Japan's Ishigaki Island. Drills south of Ishigaki Island took place about 335 kilometers east of Taiwan. In a press conference on 11 May, Japanese Defense Minister Nobuo Kishi said that the drills involved flights by Shenyang aircraft. What aircraft was that? With the. That looked more like an F 35 short takeoff. Drills involved flights by Shenyang Aircraft Corporation, J 15 fighter jets of the plane. Those are F 35. That's not the Ching Chong carrier, is it? That, those are. Um, that's the British aircraft carrier. Navy plus helicopters conducting anti-submarine warfare ASW operations. The move could be yeah, hard. that's uh, that's uh, that's not Ching Chong. I dare you. We'd have some Ching Chong Kino. Mm. All right. Uh, let's see. It's not Jet. That was F eighty five taking off on the uh, thing there. Um, Journal of Infection. Uh oh. Let's see what a uh, ride. Right genitals we're going to get right now. First case of Microsoft virus, SARS-CoV-2. Ah. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Highlights. <laughs> 
Monkeypox virus and SARS-CoV-2 infections can occur simultaneously. Flu-like symptoms and SARS-CoV-2 positivity should not exclude monkeypox in high-risk individuals. Wah, we know who they are. Monkeypox is often diagnosed in subjects with a previous or concomitant sexually transmitted infection. The oral pharyngeal swab for monkeypox virus may still be positive several days after clinical remission. So there's no widely available treatment or prophylaxis. Rapid diagnosis is key to containment. Uh, <laughs> look, look, uh, homos. How about this? How about this? Uh, just for just for the coming weeks, uh, could you leave the <laughs> could you leave after parties alone? You know, you know, just uh, get it under control. Oh dear. Our patient tested if HIV, given his preserved CD4 count, could assume the infection was relatively recent to note monkeypox or a pharyngeal swab was still positive after 20 days. Jesus. What about those anal swabs? Those F-35s would fuck up China Frankenfighters in no time. I'm not so sure, dude. I'm not so sure. Slow, ponderous, relying on last generation radar evasion. Missile tech is uh, evolving very quickly. (laughs) Look, there's no no way with the sort of standoff weaponry that Russia or China would allow these vessels to get close now. The, The war has begun. Given the current SARS-CoV-2 pandemic and daily increase of monkeypox cases, healthcare systems must be aware of this eventuality, promoting appropriate diagnostic tests in high-risk subjects, which are essential to containment, as there is no widely available treatment or prophylaxis. Now, um, as we move on through uh, the stories, CDC reports 145 female cases and 17 paediatric cases under the age of 15 out of 9,581 cases. Now, look, low numbers, low numbers. But uh, how many of these were women who thought they were in a normal marriage? How many, you know, how come, how come, how come kids getting it? How come? Toilet seats? Is that it? Jesus. <laughs> Those are pre-orgy pox inspection is annoying. I can save you a modern amputation. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. crack it open. 
Ah, oh, look at this. Of course, just because a disease like monkeypox may start in one population, it will not stay in that population. Viruses don't discriminate. No, and it would appear that the sexual proclivities of a particular cohort just, you know. Oh, God, I need to coom. What can I stick it in? God, coom. Oh, God, coom. Where's Piss Pig? Where's Wendy? Wow. I know. I'll go play Frisbee with the kid down the street. Kill, kill the coom bot. Any dust kill. <laughs> Even dags. He liked dags. <laughs> if I can't have the money to fucking draw fucking statistics. <laughs> oh, man. What? What did I have next? Toddler. Toddler test positive for monkeypox. Despite not seeing other kids. That's experts baffled. Yeah, it's a real mystery, this one. Real fucking head scratcher. That's... What's the problem doing? Maybe. Maybe it's one of those women. Maybe. Maybe Dad's being, uh, being cuckolded. He don't know it. <laughs> Unlock the drawer. <laughs> oh, they bitch. Ka-ching. Ka-ching. Tell me. Ka-ching. <laughs> <laughs> oh. A child under two. Look, look, right. We we need to have a conversation, right? If you've been to Folsom Street Fair with Piss Pig and KY Cornfucker, right, could you not go coddling little infants? Please. Please. Okay, if you got coom, got coom, then you just stay cooming. Stay away from the little kids. Please. Please. Well, how about, how about, just uh, a little bit of restraint. A little bit of impulse control. Is this, is this what we're seeing? Like impulse control disorders? 
viruses hijacking those networks, wanting to spread. Weaponized with an ideology. If you can have what you want when you want, you can be drowning in piss. Public felching now is all A-OK. Family-friendly events as you can give your kid a cock-shaped rainbow ice cream. What the fuck, man? Don't let him play the prions. <laughs> Little one, good to see you. Look, <laughs> I can, I can be. I'm, I'm. Look, uh, it's it's me having a laugh, having a giraffe on the internet, trying to entertain people that they'll throw some. Uh, Frank Kev, some fun coupons. Let's just check if uh, anyone's uh, thrown a fun coupon. I've been pretty funny today. Uh, pretty informative from all one. Let's see if someone's, uh, someone's sent some shekels my way. Come on. No, all the juice, just one. Uh, thank you, whoever that was. Let me just check uh, where that came from, if there's a name for it. Uh, no, I don't have anything, but I can say... Uh, I don't know where that is. Um... Indiana. Uh, thank you. Whoever's, uh, whoever's committing credit card fraud near Indiana. I respect the... Uh, the... <laughs> what? <laughs> Why am I calling? Why am I calling someone who supports me a credit card fraud? So what am I doing? Every, everything's going wrong. <laughs> Some jokes. Some jokes here are, are inappropriate. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to just blur out the fucking. A few months ago, there weren't little kids getting pox virus. Right, says I signed up on Patreon. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, like I say, they've they've taken the dog's PayPal. Too much. <laughs> too based. Too based. Child under two has caught monkeypox with stunned health officials now. Shouldn't it be police? Shouldn't the police be involved? You know, just because the father might just be doing a bus check right now? What? Monkeypox rapid spread is global threat with more than 3,000 Brits now having come down with the virus native to West Africa. What's the uh, what's the demographic there? Uh, again, can't we ask for restraint? Is it too much to ask right at this moment? You know, with impending famines and, and tensions already high, we've got to keep indulging it? I say, if you want a, if you want a uh, respectable conversation uh, between opposing viewpoints, you can go see the um, what was that stream? Uh, Paradigm shift and the talk I had afterwards with uh, Nick. And you know, look, there are it's not not hashtag not all homos. <laughs> I hope, I hope, but god damn it. On the fucking message boards and the community, just, just uh, can we, uh, that, 
you know, the fucking street orgy. Can we just uh, put a pin in that one for the moment? But just, just wait, just wait, shall we? Let things, let things settle down a little. You know, before they start injecting us with uh, whatever, whatever fucking nightmare they've got coming down the pipeline, where everyone's, everyone's gonna have to get it. You know. So the homos can come and play with Piss Pig. Okay, why corn fucker? Jesus Christ. Ah, oh, come on. Electric off the lobby, I see that cock Yeah. Dude, if my candle light can be dangerous. <laughs> Little one says, so many children in daycares too. All illnesses easily spread there. Get your offspring out of institution facilities. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, that woke teacher who's going to be uh, telling them about pronouns and how they're gender fluid. <laughs> Just might not have washed his hands. You know. It might have started erupting while in the middle of class. Just, oh, a bit itchy there. What's going on there? Get down there. Give it a good, good scratching. I like doing that anyway. Feel the, feel the rim. Check the tension. Southern Prepper One on YouTube shared with his viewers a man emailed him. He's quite upset and provided proof of pics. He had contracted monkeypox from sitting on the toilet. Said it was very painful. Um, yeah, pull the other one. Pull the other one. Share <laughs> my village and bring myself inside that house. Public toilet. Yeah, it's a public toilet this time. <laughs> What's this? <laughs> <laughs> that about, about sums it off. Fuck you. <laughs> Thank you, GD. We win or we die. Yes, we never lose. All right, I had a few other fucking stories but i'm gonna do this neuroscience paper i'm doing it <laughs> doing it it's too long too long i've had it in my list and i keep making excuses morphological morphological cellular and molecular basis of brain infection in covid19 patients now we say we could say it's all over it's done it's done maybe maybe if you'd managed to stay in the control group stay a bit healthy but now, now you've got a walking, talking, Folsom attending, this big gay wife fucking troop out there who are co-infecting HIV, SARS-CoV-2, monkeypox, and mixing it all up together. So, 
I'm not ripping that out. Good doggy. What the hell? <laughs> oh, no. That's a suspicious letter. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'm calling bullshit on this one. Now, now the IRS needs those guns. Feeling mildly ill after opening a suspicious letter. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm calling BS on that. <laughs> Get back to concentrate morphology. Morphology. Plus one. Um, now. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I know we did this as a preprint. But I think it's important. It will cement. It will cement the. Uh, the brain. Vasculature. Pathway. That we need to understand. And. Um, we're. We're in a new. A new paradigm. <laughs> what, DJ? What was in that vial in your stereo, dude? <laughs> Just some dank green. <laughs> I hope so. Right. Uh, neurological symptoms are among the most prevalent of the extrapulmonary complications of COVID-19. Oh, I warned you two and a half years ago. Affecting more than 30% of patients in this study, we provide evidence that severe acute respiratory syndrome coronavirus SARS-CoV-2 is found in the human brain where it infects astrocytes and to a lesser extent, neurons. That's key. Right? This is the pathology that we're working out now. Um, what that means over the long term, we don't know. But um, neurons need astrocytes. We also showed that astrocytes are susceptible to SARS-CoV-2 infection through a non-canonical mechanism that involves spike NRP1, it's neuropilin, interaction and respond to the infection by remodeling energy metabolism, which in turn alters the level of metabolites used to fuel neurons, excuse me, and support neurotransmitter synthesis. The altered secretory phenotype of infected astrocytes, so they're what, what they would normally uh push out to uh, their neighbouring cells, uh, then impairs neuronal viability. These features could explain the damage and structural changes observed in the brains of COVID-19 patients. And again, what do we know? That via pericytes, once in there and the vasculature is becoming leaky, there's this non-canonical pathway via neuropilin, gets into the support networks, and then, and then when they're done, you're done, basically. And, you know, once you assault the brain, it can take a very, very long, long time to fix itself. <laughs> Might have been all sorts. Yeah. <laughs> but they're all sorts. They're all sorts vile. You didn't have one of those. Um, 
Okay, so we've got we've got the uh, basics. I, I'm not going to read through the um, that abstract. Let's just let's just dive in. We know about the epidemiology, etc. Um, let's see. So let's see. Uh, there's a word I like. So in line with potential neurotropic properties of SARS-CoV-2, recent evidence indicated the presence of viral proteins in brain regions of COVID-19 patients, as well as in the brains of humanized mice and Syrian hamsters infected with SARS-CoV-2. The presence of SARS-CoV-2 in the human brain has been associated with marked astrogliosis, microgliosis, and immune cell accumulation. Basically saying scar tissue. Further indicating the ability of SARS-CoV-2 to infect cells with the CNS, SARS-CoV-2 has also been shown to infect human brain organoid cells in culture. Recently, SARS-CoV-2 has been found to cross the blood-brain barrier in mice and in two-dimensional static and three-dimensional microfluidic in vitro models, therefore potentially reducing the integrity of the blood-brain barrier. Again, all... all Many, many things happen in concert, right? It's not just one one isolated thing. Uh, let's see. Maple says, I doubt the SARS-2 BBB is as leaky as the next case is. Yeah, well. Let's put the toilet seat down. Despite accumulating evidence and integrated understanding of the cellular and molecular mechanisms resulting in SARS-CoV-2 brain infection and the consequent repercussions on brain structure and functionality is lacking to gain further insight into the neuropathological and neurological consequences of COVID-19 and possible cellular molecular mechanisms, we performed a broad translational investigation of living patients in post-mortem brain samples and pre-clinical in vitro and ex Vivo models, clinical data and brain imaging features. COVID-19 patients were found to be associated with neuropathological and biochemical changes caused by SARS-CoV-2 infection in the CNS. And again, now we've got a very, very large cohort that has this infection in the central nervous system that acts as a reservoir. This, This is the primary issue how much is how much is the immune system going to act as a reservoir with its ability to transfect uh, immune cells and how much is it going to be a reservoir in the brain um there's there's studies out recently which would indicate that they can keep finding shed proteins peptides and they look and if could be could be a possibility that um, how should we say medical interventions might have made this worse. Scottish champion cyclist just died in his sleep. We salute that martyr for sequestering his carbon. You citizen should be thinking of the same too. Oh, you know what? Apparently, I managed to send, uh, um, let's see, people on uh, Rumble. Can I just ask someone, someone see if they can send uh, a dono on Rumble. I managed to send one earlier to uh, Round in the Earth. Uh, great stream, by the way. You should go watch it. Um, sleeping is dangerous for you. <laughs> is that? Yes. 
Uh, the kill craft. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, if uh, someone would, I would, I'm just interested to see how much uh, Rumble would um, take from the stream because um, I think that we're very close to being able to push out the architecture of um, super, super chain on the revamped version of the streaming platform. And, you know, YouTube take 30, 40%. It's a, it's an obscene amount of money that they, that they take. And I, I, I you know, what do you, what, what are you really trying to do with streaming? I mean, yeah, of course, a hundred thousand people watching you must be great and getting all those super chats, but you must feel dirty. You must feel like Wendy. <laughs> Wendy. <laughs> I'll try it. I'm slow though, so give me a few. Oh, uh, thank you, Marty. Um I don't I don't know where the I, I I've got no idea how they alert you or um anything. Uh but it would be it would be interesting to see the mechanics of it. And I mean I can see the stream is working in there. And you know, 22 people watching there, uh, 80 odd here. What's on Dojo? Uh, six right now. But you know, we've got over a hundred, hundred people watching. Uh, what's on WTYL? Just free. Come on, pay money for that, folks. Stop giving your data at Google. It's not well. well I, I, look, the next iteration will have multi bandwidth uh, available, and um, and I think uh, we'll be able to put in super chat, etc. And um, you know, I, I all I care about is can we maintain the infrastructure? And you know, it would be nice to uh, so I don't have to e beg so much um but there's no there's no way i could countenance 30 40 percent on on payment processing from people oh <laughs> windy bag i was like yeah yeah <laughs> minge crystals all round. <laughs> Right, we're back to science, bitches. No. <laughs> okay, let's get to the results. Uh, cognitive impairments and neuropsychiatric symptoms in convalescent COVID-19 patients correlate with altered cerebral cortical thickness. So again, we've got a uh, reproduction of the results from the UK. Uh, we learned this uh, quite a long time ago. Uh, I'm not signed up on Rumble. Uh, working on it, Doc, in Rumble. Yeah, I mean, I don't, like I said, I'd like to just see... The, the, there seems very little in the back end that tells me anything. Like, what, what is there an alert somewhere? Payments? I don't know. Uh, anyway. Um, but I, like I said, I managed to someone earlier. And so, I mean, they've obviously got something working there. 
Uh, Wendy works in the leisure industry, yeah. Uh, so we performed a cortical surface-based morphometry analysis using uh, 3T MRI. Not bad. Not bad for some Brazilians. There you go. There you go. On 81 subjects diagnosed with mild COVID-19 infection, 62 self-reported anosmia or dysgeusia who did not require oxygen. Right. And look, what are we predicting? What do we know? What do we know? Targeting, targeting limbic regions. That's that's the first principles prediction. I haven't read this paper. Uh, just I just need to see a little bit of the figure. But um, first principles that we've been working from would tell you that those areas get impacted. Why? Because the uh, olfactory nerves sp spread into the basal ganglia. Right? You you want this low level reflex to the the scents that are coming in to the nervous system. You need to prepare yourself. And you know, limbic processing is is a huge part of being able to sense environment. Is there food? Um, is there an animal? Is there something? And you need you need to be and of course you need to motivate yourself in particular directions. Um, should depending on how the networks are processing the signal. Uh, some journal from New York Times told. Tried to get Eric Stryker banned from Odyssey the day for denying the hol holox, and Yona told them to fuck off. Uh, I mean, that's good to hear, but um, again, I don't know how long that's going to last because Odyssey put out a notice saying that they were going to be clamping down on some content. Uh, you can't smell cockpox now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the analysis. Uh, wait, 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 wait. wait. Uh, patient cohort analysis was performed with an average interval of 57 days after SARS-CoV-2 detection by PCR and the subjects were compared with 81 healthy volunteers without neuropsychiatric comorbidities scanned during COVID-19 pandemic yes COVID-19 group presented higher levels of anxiety and depression symptoms fatigue and excessive daytime sleepiness uh, an analysis of cortical thickness adjusted for multiple comparisons using the HOM-Bonferroni method revealed areas of reduced cortical thickness exclusively in the left hemisphere, including the left gyrus rectus, superior temporal gyrus, inferior temporal sulcus, and posterior or transverse collateral sulcus. There was no observed increase in cortical thickness. So um, this uh, region here, this is, I mean orbitofrontal cortex this is classically um limbic processing and it's it's funny that it's only left hand side now this is this is something that uh, you know if i was still in the lab i would be it's something that i, I need to do which was investigate right, but once i found an effect on one hemisphere i drilled into that for 20 years and I, I, although I did do the other hemisphere, um, more of the frontal circuitry, I need, I need, I need to investigate that. If I was to get a drive back for research, it would be to do that, to look for the differences in symmetry in these um, behavioral outputs. Kill that coombot. Yeah, there's a face. Do you see it in this one? Pretty cool, right? 
and uh, very very nice high resolution MRI you know human brain is big and these cortical surface maps look amazing now again it's composite etc it's derived data um but this this would jive with what we would um predict from from these pathways and again uh the temporal gyrus around here uh what's it called that goes into sort of hypothalamus and uh, uh god damn it always slips my mind uh okay's brain is uh temporal Inside, inside. So here you can see para olfactory area and uh, and if you sort of bonk, uh, if you moved sort of medially, you would see hippocampal regions and um. There's a lot of uh, input. This is this will be the figure that I'm looking for. Um, enterrhinal, enterrhinal sulcus. That's what I was looking for. And um, now, these structures here, um, amygdala, hippocampal, etc. I I make an argument that these these form part of uh, extended basal ganglia. Uh, there's a there's a sort of motor definition of basal ganglia and then there are these uh, other other complex nuclei and again um you get input into these regions from sensory organs because you have to make rapid decisions you have to like you know if you took a basic view of hippocampus that you you need to sort of orientate yourself quickly and the amygdala right right backed up next to it is going to be it needs to know where it is 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 this a threat is this not etc and all all around these deeper structures are the functional regions of cortex that will project into them now there's some argument that they project back they don't they don't just loop back round via the thalamus there's some some collaterals that might feed back to cortex, etc., all providing ways for uh, a neurotrophic virus to be getting in and uh, causing all kinds of uh, strange. And it's like I say, it's a interesting finding that they have that just one side seems to have been susceptible. Makes me question their data somewhat, but um, you know, it might be the case that just. You know, one or two really strong signals have biased the uh, the data in this particular instance. And yeah, you know, uh... 
All right. So a subgroup of 61 participants, the COVID-19 group, also went uh, neuropsychological evaluation, which assessed episodic verbal memory. Yeah. Mine's gone to shit. Sustained attention. Uh, I struggle with that. And alternating attention and cognitive flexibility. Yeah, you can see. I'm getting, just getting more. No, none of this. I don't want any minge crystals anymore. Done. Can, can I handle it? The tests were performed immediately at 59 days. After diagnosis, we observed fatigue in 70% of individuals and daytime sleepiness in 36%, despite the high level of education of the participant subgroup. The comparisons with Brazilian normative data Z scores were adjusted for age, sex, and education, showed that nearly 28% of participants presented impairments in immediate episodic verbal memory, and 34 and 56% underperformed on color trails A and B. Uh, interestingly, 77% of these COVID-19 patients also presented acute anosmia or dysgeusia. And um, the... Oh, no email. Um, but one from Dr. Pierre... Did, did I see an email correctly? I didn't open it, but Pierre Corey's going to take the vaccine for some reason. Um... What's my prognosis for the forthcoming winter viral-wise? Messy. Messy. That's what I think. And you, you, it's incumbent upon yourself to look after yourself. Hey, you can go waltzing around thinking viruses aren't real. You can think it's just, uh, just ejecting toxins. You can... You can go round partying with Piss Pig and KY Corfed Fucker. And everything will be A-OK. <laughs> you might want to lay off the booze and fags. Just cut down on the ecstasy tabs each weekend. Just one or two, not three or four. You know. Don't blaze away all day. I know it's tempting. But, you know, you got to be in fighting shape. They might be conscripting your ass soon. Um, let's see. Uh, so we got to anosmia and dysgeusia, which may be related to the observed changes in cortical thickness. The high proportions of anosmia and dysgeusia support the idea of the virus entering the nervous system, more specifically orbitofrontal region, due to the proximity and communication with nasal cavity. Yes. Yes. I smoke like a chimney. <laughs> well, you know, so long as you bricked in, rogue trader, I think you'll be all right. <laughs> Just uh, UV sterilize those bags as they get shoved in. You need you need like one of those uh, secure boxes, right? You go, you dealer, drop it off. Think you can throw the money in, and then and then it gets zapped with X rays and UV light. You'll be you'll be sound, dude. Where was now? Where was I? Uh, 
We observed a negative correlation between Beck anxiety inventory scores and the cortical thickness of orbital frontal regions. Not surprised. Uh, we also identified a positive correlation between immediate episodic verbal memory and cortical thickness of regions associated with language adjusted for fatigue scores. There's likely a correlation between color trail B and thickness of the gyrus rectus after adjusting for fatigue. Our findings indicate that cortical thickness atrophy is associated with neuropsychiatric symptoms and cognitive impairment in COVID-19 patients with mild or no respiratory symptoms. D. The phenotype of the COVID zombie, folks. <laughs> Bucks are in COVID zombies. <laughs> Let me see. Did it? Did anyone send? Uh... What's What's Rumble doing? Serious? Yeah, someone did. Yes, Rumble takes twenty percent. What a bunch of fucks! Now, um, interestingly, I've got no alert from Rumble, which is weird. But, uh, Christy, thank you. Thank you. 20%. Fuck. We can, we can, we can do better than that, I think. <laughs> Rogue Trader says I got caught out six months ago sharing a banknote. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, you were going to uh, eviscerate your enemies. <laughs> Uh, I tried WTYL tip jar. Looks like it worked. Um, yeah, that's, uh, you know, the, hopefully when we get to the next iteration, um, there will be alerts, a jingle as such. Um, and oh, do I see? Yes, I see. Uh, I don't know if you put a name, uh, but I can say that, um, Oh, Florida. Nice. Uh, is that uh, <laughs> I don't know. I've got uh I've got strange ideas about Florida now after watching uh Revenge of the Sis. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds an odd place to me. But never thank you. It did work. You see, we're beating the system. We're beating the system. And, uh, you know, that payment processing is a few percent. A few percent, which gives us a lot of room to manoeuvre and, uh, how should we say, price ourselves uh, attractively compared to Rumble. Um, I guess the question is, can we um, can we get numbers in for uh, for that? And uh, yeah, you, we need to uh, never a dull moment in Florida. <laughs> Tampa. Good I'll go Florida. I used to watch Miami Vice. <laughs> That's... What's the... Say hello to my little friend. What's that movie? Al Pacino. Like, I want to go to Florida just to see those uh, those sights. <laughs> it's hot and humid. Can't be worse than Japan. <laughs> Japan sucks balls. Scarface, thank you, DJ. 
All right. Uh, SARS-CoV-2 infects and replicates brain, uh, human brain astrocytes. This is the meat and potatoes. Let's get to this. Brain alterations in COVID-19 patients are hypothesized to be a consequence of either inflammatory or hemodynamic changes secondary to peripheral infection or a consequence of SARS-CoV-2 invading the CNS and compromising cell viability and brain function. How about all of the above? Although exacerbated inflammation and cardiovascular dysfunction have, have been well characterized in COVID-19 patients who progressed to the severe stage of the disease, the molecular and cellular underpinnings of SARS-CoV-2 CNS infection remain elusive. We performed a minimally invasive autopsy via... <laughs> no shit! ...via endonasal transmethoidal access to obtain brain samples from 26 individuals who... Oh, I was going to say they're dead. <laughs> That one would fucking sting. <laughs> Jesus. That's that's lobotomy territory. Well, no, I mean lobotomy. They go through the orbit of frontal bone. I, I don't know. I imagine that sort of being a somewhat. <laughs> easier procedure than through the ethmoid and then up <laughs> that's a lot of bone why didn't they go through the eye uh, let's see it's worth mentioning I guess they didn't want to just fuck with the eyeball for the funeral maybe novella star science <laughs> <laughs> yeah Touche maples. <laughs> Comfortably numb says Florida gets sinkholes after big cities drain the aquifer. What you're saying, uh, Florida gets gets dark, stinky holes. Don't let that get around certain communities. <laughs> They'll come and worship. I'm not doing a good job with this paper, sorry. That's the first the first story. I didn't read the first story. The headline was enough to catch. I've just spun out of control. After the first story we read today. Fucking minge crystals. Uh right, they've got some brain tissue, nice. An unbiased pathological analysis revealed alterations consistent with necrosis and inflammation in five of 26 brain tissue sampled. A deeper analysis of these five samples revealed a strong predominance of senile changes such as corpora amylasia. Uh, corpora amylasia. Oh, that's so not. I've got a... They mean amyloid buildup? My keyboard's not working again. Fuck you. Uh, general term for small hyaline masses found in the prostate gland nervous system. Um, it's amyloid or what? Casein micelles. Uh, 
a it's an unfamiliar term to me, but it's some aggregation. Start yeah, the, the starch-like bodies are um, amyloid. Um, it's this new for me. Um, small, highly massive found in prostate gland nervous system uh, uh, increases in number and size with advancing age. Okay, uh, particularly abundant. Um, may suggest the corporate amylase supply role in the clearance of debris. Okay. Composition and appearance of coma amyloid can differ in different organs. You know, that would be expected. They're rich in aggregated protein. That has many features of an amyloid. Yeah, it's, I mean, it sounds like amyloid. Uh, whereas those in the central nervous system are generally smaller. They do not contain amyloid. Interesting. Maybe, maybe they're sort of part of the seed, maybe. Uh, corporate Amelisa, this is new for me. Um, I mean, inclusions and what have you, of course, but uh, the corporate Amelisa, I've never, never come across this before, uh, occur in the foot processes of astrocytes and they're usually present beneath the pia mater in tissue surrounding the ventricles and around blood vessels or out where, where you're going to have exchange, I guess. They've been proposed to be a part of polyglucosan disease in which polymers of glucose collect form abnormal structures known as polyglucosan bodies. Hmm. Interesting. Well, something else to be thinking about. Um... See, it's worth reading the paper. Lipofusin deposits. Uh, we, well, we we spoke about these the other day. Let's have a look at what lipofusin looks like. Um, this I am aware of. But... Uh, it's a pigment that accumulates with age in lysosomal compartment of postmitotic cells in several tissues such as neurons and heart, skeletal muscle. Let's see, I want some pictures. If they fluoresce. Mm, nice, nice picture. Ah, it's digital. Anyway, um, you know, but it's 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 all about these low energy stabilized forms aggregating, I guess. And and you know, you can spend a career. <laughs> working for it and never hear about uh, corpus amyloisa, amylisa, corpora amylisia. Oh yeah, another uh, another amyloid buster, just in time. Ah, right. Uh, parenchymal retraction around the vessels. So the, just the brain tissue is contracting and shrinking. Um, and meninges, that's going to sting. Due to the type of collection performed, alternating white and grey matter was observed. Intraparenchymal inflammatory processes were minimal but present, represented by lymphocytes and perivascular microglia proliferation. 
In two cases, more intense inflammation was observed, represented by tiny inflammatory aggregates associated with endothelial hyperplasia or gemistocytic astrocytes. Dang. Where's the... What group's doing this? These people are fucking rad. Author info. There's a lot. Now those and Jesus Christ! <laughs> fucking authors are there. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder they could pull out the Latin dictionary the way they did. Fuck me. <laughs> what? No, I don't know. Well, I might mail them. I mean, this, didn't we just see the... Uh, it's Typology University of Campinas, Brazil. Um, look, there's, there's some pretty intense neuroscience comes out of Brazil. Um, I know some uh, pretty, pretty talented people from there. But that's some author list. Jesus. Yeah. What they they all read, they all read the paper and were adding edits. I said, no wonder, fucking hell. Now we're all it's all clear now. Uh, let's see. Uh, yes, yes, we did this, we did this. Um, cases with nasal epithelium sampled together with brain puncture demonstrated adaptive epithelial changes with cell ballooning of the most superficial cells. Moreover, small multifocal areas of liquefaction necrosis were observed. Oh, um, because that would be the indicators of a uh, encephalopathy. Interesting. Interesting. Um, so that the histology now we should all be uh, up on here. GFAP. Um, I guess it's astrocytes, right? Uh, and. SARS-CoV-2 S spike protein, and there's this double-stranded RNA staining that we came across before, and like I said, that was a new one for me, and um, it's it's a measure. It seems to be this very very well considered tag for viral RNA, and then and then you have the neuron DAPI overlay and you can see the large astrocytes being lit up mm, quite amazing all right 
hypothesizing that the histopathological signs of brain damage would guide us to SARS-CoV-2 brain infection, we evaluated the presence of SARS-CoV-2 in the five brain samples that presented histopathological alterations. SARS-CoV-2 genetic material and spike protein were detected in all five samples. We just looked at that. On average, SARS-CoV-2 spike protein was detected in 37% of the cells in the brain tissue. The majority of these SARS-CoV spike positive cells were astrocytes, uh, GFAP positive, considering that only 18.5% of all brain cells on the slides were GFAP, our results indicate that SARS-CoV-2 preferentially infects astrocytes. We also detected SARS-CoV-2 spike protein in neurons, although to a lesser extent in plus positive cells. Uh, appendix, okay. Oh, 2E. I didn't see the near N. B, C, D. Oh, okay, he's just getting a bar graph for that. Okay. Uh, additionally, the presence of SARS-CoV-2 spike protein was directly correlated with the presence of double-stranded RNA in the cells, an indicator of replicative viruses in brain tissue. The relative number of brain cell subtypes in our samples is shown. Thank you. To confirm that SARS-CoV-2 infects human brain cells, we analysed brain slices from human cortices that were exposed to SARS-CoV-2. Both SARS-CoV-2 spike protein and double-stranded RNA were detected in human brain slices 48 hours post-infection. And the SARS-CoV-2 gene... Oh, okay, how are you getting these brain slices, bitch? <laughs> what? <laughs> brain slices from human cortices. How have they done that? I'm going to have to go through the methods. Uh, anyway, um, they see all the... Triggers so nuclear capsid one we know that uh, that's uh, highly uh, preenergic and both 24 and 48 hours. SARS-CoV-2 astrocyte infection was confirmed by immunostaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We observed that the majority of the spike positive cells, comprising 5.65% of the total cells, were positive for GFAP. 58.33% infected cells, similar to the percentage of infected astrocytes observed in the five histologically altered postmortem samples. Yeah, man, how are you getting these slices? The relative number of brain cell subtypes in our samples is shown in figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I need, I need to find out how they've done these slices. Ah, I'm intrigued. God, they cracked open someone's skull. Where's the methods? Why is my keyboard fucking dying all the time? Needs batteries. Page is scrolling. The key's not working. What? Why? What? Typing? Fucking dock, bitch. My, my Windows key is uh, non-functional. Hmm. Okay, do it manually. Uh, yeah, JC was saying his uh, family's back home, so uh, 
Bravo. Hope they get back home safe. And uh, it's a long time to be away from your wife and kids, man. Methods, methods, methods. Let's find methods. Materials and methods. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> got to download the pdf to get the f <laughs> jesus christ come on really it's gay uh, control f slices 26 individual okay dead okay uh we're autopsied with an ultrasound guided minimally invasive approach using endonasal yeah we did that one after fixation the tissue was embedded in a paraffin block these sections yeah but um you you are doing live this was live traces right you're transfecting the cells in fact we analyzed brain slices that were exposed to SARS-CoV-2 detected in brain slices 48 hours. what they were dead 48 hours post infection what what's going on here In vitro infection. Astrocytes were infected with SARS-CoV-2 for one hour using... Yeah, 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 yeah. Slices. Um... Twelve patients were autopsied using the same approach and samples were frozen. Okay. Clinical data, yeah. So autopsy. Autopsy. Uh, it sound it sounds like they were doing culture. Mm. Um I would I would pull them up on their use of the term slices in this instance. Just me. Confirm that SARS-CoV-2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. We get it. It's... Proteomic and metabolomic changes in SARS-CoV-2 infected human astrocytes to identify pathways triggered by SARS-CoV-2 infection and as such possibly involved in the changes served in the brain tissue of COVID-19 patients. We analyzed the proteome of SARS-CoV-2 infected human astrocytes. Uh, LCMS-based shotgun proteomics revealed... Uh, so this is... I can't remember what the LC is. Mass something laser, something mass spectrometry. Shotgun proteomics revealed 170 differentially expressed proteins in SARS-CoV-2 infected astrocytes compared with mock controls. Nice. Nice. Um, 68 being upregulated and 102 downregulated, a subset of which was sufficient to compose a molecular signature to clearly distinguish infected astrocytes. Amazing. Amazing. So let's look at the, well, you know, these, um, 
these protonomic maps always uh, take some. So what do we got? Some Venn diagram, and I can't see what everything is on there. Uh, a lot of different, a lot of different. Oh, I can't. I can't read that. I see. Um, so we've got uh, nicotine acetylcholine receptor signaling pathway, glycolysis, glucogenesis, protein folding, proteasome, translation, initiation, signaling by riboreceptors, <laughs> chromatin organization, viral carcinogenesis, processing of capped intron-containing pre-mRNA. Asparagine, asparagine, end-linked glycosylation, endocytosis. And so each one of these colors is a receptor-mediated or internal uh, metabolic pathway that they can presumably believe that they can pull a signal out for. And um, I guess you're looking for increased increases in the size of the area of the circle and I guess that's pathways associated with SARS-CoV-2 infection so uh, look here here they're giving a weighting to um, other pathways and diseases Okay, and I'm presuming that this is what's the p-value is denoted by the how dark purple it is. And right at the top, we see Parkinson's disease, pathways of neurodegeneration, multiple diseases, prion disease, amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, Alzheimer's disease, salmonella infection, uh, gap junctions. Okay, Huntington disease, <laughs> pathogenic Escherichia coli infection, oxidative phosphorylation, carbon metabolism. So, you know, I'm guessing these are signatures that they, they've associated in other clinical conditions. Um, and, well, so this... This is just astrocytes. Uh, yeah. I wonder how they've been... Um, I wonder how they managed to pull out just astrocytes here. Mm. There's, a, there's a lot to the methods. There's a, this, this is a very big paper. I'm not, I'm not doing it the justice. There's, there's a lot in here that um, needs to be unpacked. But... You know, sort of trying to give you a 30,000 foot view of it. Um, yes. It doesn't, it's, it's not a, it's not a encouraging looking picture. And it, and again, what's, what's the long term consequences here? Uh, link to article. Yes. Uh, of course. 
You need to show me your minge crystal, though. <laughs> Alright, so, yeah, that's uh, very, very... Um, I, I don't know why this is just in penis. This is this is uh, quite an impactful. What they couldn't get it in brain? <laughs> what? Why? Hmm. Oh well. Yeah, probably weren't diverse enough. <laughs> All right. So um, yeah, like I say, proteomics is you know it's one of these dark art. <laughs> I mean, I've got equipment available to me. I want to have a crack at it, but how? Like, how are they uh, computing this data and uh, extracting it? You you got to do the bench time. Um. All right. So more immunist chemistry. Yeah. I, look, I I'm gonna I'm gonna believe them. Right. My own confirmation biases. It shoved out in front, like what's her face, astronomer Minge Crystal girl. Just uh, it's brain, it's brain, 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 and these these pathways becoming activated. There's a, um, it takes time to reset those pathways, especially especially if there's viral material in there. And that this is the problem that we're going to have, and you know the, the the if you if you're seeing this degree of spread across pathological states, it, and we know that there's this tropism with SARS-CoV-2 that's going to many many different organs, and you know if you read the if you follow ethical skeptic. And, you know, where, where have we really seen an uptick in deaths? And that's, that's cancers. And so there's a kind of double whammy here that you're, you've got this widely disseminated pathogen. It's going in, it's causing or tripping out these pathways. And then you've got the impact on innate sort of immunity, the patrolling T cells that are sort of looking for self versus non-self. And if they see non-self, they'll, they'll take it out because that's that's the sort of basis of cancers. Um, but interestingly, viral carcinogenesis is a low score. But then this is this is just one particular cell type. And um, well, it's larger in the astrocytes. Now, again, I would want to see. Keg enrichment analysis for differently expressed proteins infected astrocytes versus mock as compared with postmortem tissue from COVID-19 patients with control. Dot size represents the number of proteins related to the respective cell type. Color represents p-value. Uh, robo 
Roboke roundabout protein. I have no idea what that is. It's a robo roundabout protein. Okay, got to keep up. Uh, the roundabout robo-family of proteins are single-pass transmembrane receptors that are highly conserved across many branches of the animal kingdom, from C. elegans to humans. Okay. Um, why? Why would they use that? Um, is this is this like a control uh, axonal guidance? Okay, I'm going to have to look into that protein. Don't have time now. Uh, let's see. Oh, it's just, my bias comes to this next section. right? Again, but brain transfection doesn't surprise me. My suspicion has always been uh, neuropillin cholinergic cells, um, which uh, we're seeing up here. That pathway is uh, lit up somewhat here. All right, so... Neuropillin 1 is required for infection of astrocytes by SARS-CoV-2. Since astrocytes are susceptible to SARS-CoV-2 infection, we searched for the receptor permitting viral entry. To do so, we started by using a publicly available single-nucleus RNA sequencing dataset from brain samples of patients with COVID-19 to analyze the mRNA expression of the classical SARS-CoV-2 receptor ACE2, as well as the alternative receptor NRP1 and BSG. I don't know what BSG is. These analyses revealed that ACE2 mRNA was undetected in astrocytes. However, astrocytes did express the levels of NRP1 and BSG. What do they mean by BSG? Basigin Homo sapiens acts as a co-receptor for Bassi human. Okay, essential for normal retinal maturation and development. Uh, so I guess some protein. Uh, gene BSG. What does it do? Apart from the developmental. Basigin. Uh, hmm. uh, so it is BSG to directly infect human-induced pluripotent stem cells derived from kidney. So neuropillin 1 is, um, you find it a lot in the kidney as well. So um, if, if uh, they've been passaging this through uh, kidney cells, monkey kidney cells, um, Perhaps you'd find an adaptation for it. Again, I wish I could tell you much more about BSG. I, I, I don't. But neuropillin is a well-known one. Uh, so they were upregulated uh, in the astrocytes from COVID-19 patients. And since the mining of SARS-CoV-2 spiked, BSG remains controversial. I should imagine so. <laughs> I mean, the neuroscientists need to catch up with what that is. We decided to explore the possible role of NRP1. First, we performed a Western blotting using cultured neural stem cell-derived astrocyte extracts to evaluate if the data 
from snRNA sequence matched proteome level data from our in vitro model with ACE2 transduced A549 cells as the positive control. But man, they've done so much in this paper. I'm I'm struggling to why why just plus? I mean, unless the, unless there's just some things about the um, the data that someone who would be expert in proteomics would say, bah, duh. no way, pull the other one, governor. Pass uh, against CD one forty seven. Well, CD one forty seven is a, a immune cell receptor, right? Uh, immunoglobulin superfamily. There you go. Um, pass again. Reproduction. Also known as extracellular matrix, matrix metalloproteinase inducer or cluster differentiation, CD147. As a protein that in humans is encoded by the BSG genes, protein is a determinant for the OK blood group system. There are three known antigens in the OK system, the most common being OK, also called OK1, 2, and 3. Massigan has been shown to be an essential receptor on red blood cells. The human malaria parasite. Interesting. Interesting. Immunoglobulin superfamily. Let's just find out what that is. Uh, it's a large protein superfamily of cell surface and soluble proteins are involved in recognition, binding, or adhesion processes of cells. Molecules are characterized as members of this superfamily based on shared structural features with immunoglobulins, also known as antibodies. They all possess a domain known as an immunoglobulin domain or fold. Interesting. Members of the IGSF include cell surface antigen receptors, co-receptors, co-stimulatory. Yeah, I mean, I could spend all day going through this, trying to wrap my head around it. Um, And why why would there be these receptors on astrocytes? Well, because you want to um, the astrocyte is at the interface of the blood brain barrier, and so I guess um, they want to be able to. Hey, Doctor Round Eye, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Uh, the you want to be able to because you've got to sometimes right. You want immune invasion in to the brain sometimes i just want i just wonder if that's why it's so so predominant um but again this um so if sars is using this basagin type cd147 and it's involved let's say all these um immune type cells you 
We've seen the data of drops in white blood cells after SARS-CoV-2 infection that are worse than HIV. Anyway, um, let's move on. So the human astrocytes using this study did not express ACE2, whereas they did express NRP1. So, uh, oh, look what we've got. Uh, beta actin. Um, beta actin. Is that the... Uh, amyloid beta F. Yeah, amyloid. I just, I'm just looking. Beta actin. Cytoskeleton. Anyway, um, I'm guessing well, it's a marker that they're using for astroscience. Okay. Uh, so they've got positive hit for their NRP1. Okay. And then non-infected IgG and then NRP1 and how do they know there's transfection there these half pages Astrocytes same for DAPI, GFAP, yeah, EGFAP virus green. Oh, I see. EGFP green. Okay. Cells were pre incubated with NRP1 neutralizing antibody and then assessed 48 hours yeah, after SARS CoV 2 pseudotype virus. VSV, EGF. Fuck me, man. They're pulling out all the, all the tricks here. So they've used a pseudotype. What's VSV virus? VSV virus. Indiana vesicular virus. Uh, <laughs> Rhabdoviridate rabies. <laughs> they put SARS-CoV-2 on it. Uh, hilarious. <laughs> Vesticulus stomatus. Like that, I, I don't, I, I don't know about this virus. What does this do to you? What happens if you get infected with this? Is it bad? Do you feel poorly? I imagine so. It infects cattle, right? They use it for oncolytic therapy, anti-HIV therapy. Ah, bowler vaccine! <laughs> well, it looks like a rabies virus, I guess. Uh, 
Vesivirus belongs to the same family. Vesiv can infect cattle, horses, and pigs, as particularly important to farmers. A certain region of the world where it infects cattle, so because its clinical possession presentation is identical, it's a very important foot and mouth disease virus. It can lead to flu-like illness in infected humans. It's used in the laboratory. Well, I'm guessing if it's got. Um, Orthodromic can infect neurons and go orthodromic. Hmm. All right. Um, there we go. Good to know. So they've used a pseudotype virus with spike protein to transfect into astrocytes via neuropilin 1. Now, my question is, why not use, I guess you want to, you want to isolate just the spike protein. So that, I, I, I'm I'm unsure why they just didn't use SARS-CoV-2 in this experiment at this point. Let's see what they say. So to determine whether NRP1 was a receptor permitting SARS-CoV-2 infection in astrocytes, we pre-incubated these cells with neutralizing antibody. Yet yeah, neutralizing of NRP1 inhibited the infection of cultured astrocytes by SARS-CoV-2 figure 4D. Um. Okay, so they're just looking at viral load. I'm just wondering why they stepped, they did a different step for the staining here. Um, as well as the infection of cultured astrocytes by Yes, uh, maybe it's just a way of just saying it's the spike protein. These results confirm that SARS-CoV-2 infects human astrocytes via neuropilin-1 receptor. I'd say not, not that we weren't aware of this. It's just, again, nice to have sort of confirmatory data. Proteomic and metabolomic changes in SARS-CoV-2 infected human astrocytes. Yeah, so we looked at this to identify pathways triggered by SARS-CoV-2 infection and as such possibly involved in the changes observed in brain tissue. We analysed the proteome of infected astrocytes. I've read this bit, done this. Um, since there are significant proteomic alterations in metabolic pathways, we sought to investigate if the infection of human astrocytes impacts the key levels of metabolites involved in energy metabolism. LCMS-based metabolism Metabolomic analysis of SARS-CoV-2 infected astrocytes show pronounced changes in metabolic intermediates of glycolysis and anaplerotic reactions indicating alterations in the pathways of astrocyte metabolism. This phenomenon was marked by a decrease in pyruvate and lactate, which are downstream metabolites of the glycolytic pathway, which my immediate thought is anaerobic um, respiration at this point as well as reduction in glutamine and intermediates of glutamine metabolism such as glutamate GABA and alpha ketoglutarate despite these alterations there were no significant changes in tricarboxylic acid cycle intermediates okay 
So why? Cause, so the TCA cycle would be normal oxidative respiration, but the glycolytic pathway is anaerobic. And you know, so is that right? Am I remembering that right? Glycolytic pathway. Well, that's like the you sort of use that in bursts, right? Glycolytic pathway uh, involves us using breakdown glucose into pyruvate. Um, is it oxidative? Glycolysis and oxidative phosphorylation, two major metabolic pathways provide energy cells, glycolysis pyruvate. Uh, so lact lactate is the metabolic byproduct. Okay. The process is oxygen independent. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's oxygen independent. So I was right. Uh, would this affect muscarinic receptors? Um, well, there are... Um, oh, hang on. Uh, uh, um, Bobby, uh, please use... Um, if you can't use the... Uh, trigger... Uh, tip... Tip, go to tip on uh, McCann Dojo, this link. Uh, tip jar. Yes, they took my PayPal. They don't want me, don't want me railing at camera, talking about minge crystals. Uh, if that doesn't work, you can try. Uh, of course, buy me a coffee. Or uh, become a Patreon. Um, Kevy just needs a couple of Patreons. Just uh, someone. Three or four. Spare 300 bucks a month. <laughs> Kevy will be sound. <laughs> I don't have to keep e-grifting. Um, let's see. Uh, main pain. Um, I've got a whole library of main pain links to get through. <laughs> and uh, let's see this. Ring. Pending. Uh, there we go, Bobby. Accepted as friend. Um, so, yeah, uh, muscarinic receptors are... Uh, um, they're, uh, they're like nicotinic receptors, cholinergic, but different uh, muscarinic receptors. Uh, muscarinic G-coupled... Um, and our acetylcholine receptors. Yes, um, I really haven't to stretch my uh, ah, my fundamentals today. Um, and the nicotinic are more channel-like receptors. Um, I would I would make presumptions that all all of these. Sim uh, systems are going to be impacted to some degree. Uh, thank you, Maples, uh, for the 
Thing. And let's do this. So, as well as reduction in glutamine, right? So, all those glutamate, GABA, all affected. And um, this, this is what's involved in those impulse control disorders. <laughs> let's see. Considering the reduction of lactate levels in SARS-CoV-2 infected astrocytes, we evaluated the expression of monocarboxylate transporter. Both MC21 and 2 were reduced in SARS-CoV-2 infected astrocytes when compared with mock controls. So it's that. I get, I'm trying to think of a good metaphor to um, wrap wrap this one around, but if you can if you can think of like when you when you're sprinting and you you feel that you know you can only burst that muscle activity for so long before you um, you then have to switch over to the slower like oxidative. Uh, more steady paced um, running that you would do. And in this instance, it's, it's sounding to me like they're getting, you, you would, you don't want them using that glycolytic pathway. You want them using normal oxidative pathways, TCA pathways. Um, so, SARS-CoV-2 bioenergetics were further characterized by seahorse extracellular... What the fuck is seahorse? Extracellular flux analysis. I have no idea, man. I'm getting old. <laughs> there an increased respiration in infected cells. This was due to an increase in both mitochondrial maximal respiration and non-mitochondrial oxygen consumption. The former was linked to higher proton link, indicating increased uncoupled respiration. All right, so... I'm trying, to, I'm trying to wrap my head around what this, what this fully means. So together these results demonstrate increased oxidative metabolism in SARS-CoV-2 infected astrocytes and a reduction in levels of metabolites produced by these cells, cells to support neuronal metabolism function. So the, the metabolic rate has increased and... Uh, let's see. Yeah, so why 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 is this occurring? So I guess the virus wants to. It needs energy to take over the replicating pathways, and of course, you need energy to do that. And so the you're going to just. Basically, so the cell is going to want to do what it's programmed to do, which is try to maintain its physiology to support the neuron. It's a supporting cell for neurons. And in this instance, virus gets in, it's increasing the demands of the cell because it's doing another set of protein replication. And we know that um, 
SARS has this mechanism of sort of suppressing uh, multiple so the kinase pathways etc and uh, um, suppressing the uh, interferon etc internal interferon it wants to sort of get in there and now we're yeah it's like putting a gas pedal to the the astrocytes and then it's not it's not for the neurons right so the, there's a there's a range of activity that these these networks would operate and normally when the demands of the neurons would go up they would go up for the the, the astrocyte would go up with it but in this case it's the neuron is staying down the astrocyte is being revved up but not for the neuron all the resources being taken away from the neurons and so the neurons are going to be going down even more in their um their ability to function and i get so but why why the why the glycolytic path i guess it's just trying to use any energy that it's got so condition medium from sars-cov-2 infected astrocytes reduces neuronal viability interesting man they've, they've gone the whole hog in this paper so astrocytes are essential to brain homeostasis not only because they are the main energy reservoirs of the brain also due to their important role in protective responses to cell damage triggered by infected infection or sterile inflammation there is evidence that astrocytes may secrete yet undetermined neurotoxic factors and also involved in the uptake synthesis and distribution of brain metabolites thus uh uh So thus we investigate neuronal viability that could be affected by exposure to media conditioned by SARS-CoV-2 infected astrocytes. To test the hypothesis, we cultured NSC uh, neuronal stem cell, that is derived neurons or differentiated SHSY5Y neurons, sussy neurons. We looked at those the other day. Uh, for 24 hours in a control or condition medium in which SARS-CoV-2 infected astrocytes were grown. Condition medium increased the rate of apoptosis <laughs> shit by 45%. Um, so th there's a good signature of why you would see uh, the necrosis, that encephalopathy. Uh, let's see. The possibility of neuronal infection was ruled out as viral RNA was not detected in either cell type after exposure to the conditioned medium. Very, very interesting. Direct exposure to SARS-CoV-2 did not reduce the viability of neuronal stem cell derived neurons or saucy neurons after 24 hours, 48 or 72 hours. These results. Uh... Sorry, friends. Uh, let's see, where was I? <laughs> These results suggest that SARS-CoV-2 release soluble factors which reduce neuronal viability. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's where it would be indicating. Um, 
Oh, I wish they we need some view of the plates. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I wish, I wish there, I would like to see the raw data, all these plots and everything all very, uh, flashy, but, um, let's, let's see the raw data. Let's see the plates. All right. So our study demonstrates structural and functional, functional alterations in brain tissue of COVID-19 patients, which parallel in vivo findings of cortical atrophy, neuropsychiatric symptoms, cognitive dysfunction. Recent longitudinal study of 401 patients uh, reported atrophy. Yeah, that's the British study. Patients we analysed were infected between March and July 2020 and therefore were most likely infected with original SARS-CoV-2 strain. We also observed atrophy in orbitofrontal area, cognitive dysfunction. Yes, yes, yes. Interestingly, patients with only mild COVID-19 also exhibited cortical atrophy. There it is, in a superior temporal gyrus, which was previously described in a group of patients with severe SARS-CoV-2 infection. Also observed that higher levels of anxiety symptoms correlate with atrophy of orbital frontal cortex, a region previously linked with anxiety disorders. Our results suggest that anxiety and depression symptoms are at least partially associated with SARS-CoV-2 infection. Yeah, look, um, again, we're we're um, we're finding again. This to me is amazing that we're we're getting these correlates now of these post-viral states, and you know, um, is it is it worth scanning everyone who presents with these symptoms now? Can we at least stop? Can we at least stop with the oh, I had. Ah, yeah, yeah, you wasted that time, Lingra. Get back to work. Uh, anyway, this study and other reports showing alterations in brain structure and the manifestation of neurological symptoms in COVID-19 patients raise a debate on whether these clinical features are a consequence of peripheral change or rather viral invasion in the CNS. Um, both, both. One doesn't preclude the other. Right? So you're in a complex disease state. It's some type of blinder reduction mentality that it's got to be one or the other. SARS-CoV-2 presence in the brain tissue collected from five deceased patients, while 21 individuals who died of COVID-19 did not show any brain tissue alterations. But again, um, you're in a situation where the medium right now, or the, or the how much, how much of that. Uh, secretion from astrocytes does it need to cause problems maybe in the place that you're uh, away from where you're sampling because there's a there's a phenomenon in the brain of volume transmission as well um however as the sampling region was small the possibility remains yeah the other regions may exhibit covid19 uh, related histopathological alterations. That was my point I was going to. Did the limited number of individuals who exhibited brain alterations associated with SARS, CNS, 
SARS-CoV-2 detection and the imprecise and heterogeneous nature of post-mortem sample collection across studies may explain the discussion regarding the potential correlations between neuroinvasion and COVID-19 symptoms. Although some studies fail to detect the virus in the CNS, others have found viral particles in the brain, localised to microvasculature and neurons, choroid plexus or meninges. In vitro models such as stem cell-derived neural cells, cerebral organoids have also demonstrated that SARS-CoV-2 potentially infects brain cells. However, the magnitude of the CNS infection, its distribution within the brain tissue, and the molecular and cellular bases underlying the phenomenon had not been thoroughly explored. Here we show that astrocytes are the main site of infection and possibly replication of SARS-CoV-2 in the brains of COVID-19 patients as evidenced by the detection of the viral genome. The SARS-CoV-2 spike protein and double-stranded RNA in postmortem brain tissue, ex vivo brain brain slices and in vitro infected astrocytes. These findings corroborate other studies that showed astrocyte from primary human cortical tissue and stem cell derived cortical organoids are susceptible to SARS-CoV-2 infection. Recently, Meinhardt described SARS-CoV-2 could access CNS through the neural mucosal interface. You know, this we know, and uh, entering medulla, uh, your Botzinger complex. Other proposed routes of SARS-CoV-2 neuroinvasion include brain endothelial cells. In addition to inflammatory percent response produced by SARS-CoV-2 infection, endothelial cell infection could also cause uh, dysfunction in blood-brain barrier integrity and facilitate further access to the virus to the brain. Despite the advances that have already been made, there's still much left to be learned about the yeah, I agree. While ACE2 is the best characterized cellular receptor for SARS-CoV-2 to enter cells via interaction with viral spike protein, other receptors have also been identified as mediators of infection. According to our data and others, astrocytes do not express ACE2, rather they exhibit elevated expression of NLP1. Boom. Other SARS-CoV-2 spike target that is abundantly expressed in the CNS. Yeah. So cholinergic receptors. Don't forget those. Um, let's see. I've got to do got to do some business here. Someone wants to help me uh with a payment. Um Oh, okay. So, wait. Okay. Um I'm I'm uh what 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 okay. Um All right, so yeah, so NLP one uh, is a it sort of confirmed our thinking. So to understand the consequences of SARS-CoV two infection, neurostem cells, astrocytes, yes, 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 we're going to get to the proteomic data. 
Um, our pyramid data also evidence changes in the components of carbon metabolism pathways, particularly glucose metabolism in both in vitro infected astrocytes and post-mortem tissue. Since astrocyte metabolism is key to support neuronal function changes, I've got to wrap up, folks. I'm trying to go do this quick. In astrocyte metabolism could indirectly impact neurons. We found that one of the most critical alterations caused by SARS-CoV-2 infection in astrocytes was a decrease in pyruvate and lactate levels, which means they've used this um, non-oxidative pathway. Lactate expiration is one of the ways that astrocytes support neurons metabolic, metabolically. Shutting this carbon source through the astrocyte neuron lactate shuttle mechanism. In the NLS, neuronal activity also enhances glutamate uptake by astrocytes. Lactate itself is essential to support of neuronal activity and cerebral functions, acting as a neuroprotective agent as well as key signal to regulate blood flow. These metallic changes, particularly reductions in lactate and pyruvate associated with the decrease in MCT1 and MCT2 expression, SARS-CoV-2 infected astrocytes, support the hypothesis of ANLS disruption. Okay, I'll buy that. Moreover, intermediates of glutamine metabolism such as glutamate and GABA were also decreased in SARS-CoV-2 infected astrocytes. This said, there was no significant changes in any core intermediates of the TCA cycle. Together with an increased oxygen consumption rate of SARS-CoV-2 infected astrocytes, these results suggest that glycolysis and glutaminolysis are being used to fuel carbons in the TCA cycle to sustain the increased oxidative metabolism of infected astrocytes. Recently, Delivera showed that glutamine levels were also found reduced in mixed glial cells. Okay. Um, and the inhibition of glutaminolysis, decreased viral replication and pro-inflammatory response, further reinforcing that glutamine could be used to fuel the TCA cycle in infected astrocytes. Again, these are all fingerprints of what you would expect with uh, neuronal disorders and especially neuropsychiatric disorders. Um, let's move on. While astrocyte-derived lactate is derived for neuronal metabolism, as previously mentioned, glutamine is used in the synthesis of neurotransmitters such as glutamate and GABA. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, uh, it's long, and I'm going to get out of here. Let's get there, last uh, chapter. In summary, our findings are consistent with the model in which SARS-CoV-2 is able to reach CNS COVID-19 patients, infect astrocytes via NLP1 interaction, secondly, impair neuronal function and viability. These changes may contribute to alterations of brain structure observed here and elsewhere, thereby resulting in neurocognitive, neuropsychiatric dysfunction manifested by some patients with COVID-19. Our study comes as a cautionary note that mechanisms of neuroinvasion and fatal COVID-19 could also be operative in mild COVID-19. However, it is important to note that the study was limited in that neuroimaging and cognitive testing were obtained from a different cohort than fatal <laughs> in which only a minority of individuals showed evidence of astrocytic invasion. Nonetheless, interventions directed to treat COVID-19 should also envision ways to prevent SARS-CoV-2 invasion of CNS and or replication in astrocytes. Yes, 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 yes. Mitigate exposure, folks. Right. Um... I'm I, I'm gonna have to. It's piqued my interest this paper now, so I'll, I'll spend the day. Well, if, if I've still got a little bit of writing to do. One more figure to make, and then I'm ready to uh, throw out a uh, draft of a proposal. Um, but uh, yeah, that's me done, folks. Sorry, I t <laughs> we got diverted right at the beginning. The woke, the woke just tripped me out. I'm. Uh, um, I'm out of here. Take care. God bless. I will see you in the next one. Oh, um, saw uh, Randy F. Matthew Crawford. Yeah, I'd happy to come on the stream, dude. I'd love to speak about that DMED data and um, you know, any anyone that's prepared to do do number crunching. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm uh, all for it. Um, God bless you, sir. That's what I would say. All right. Uh. 
let's do this. I'm out of here. Take care. Oh, did I show you that? Did I do this? Um, I'm going to try and do the freezing experiment. Look, look, sterilized Petri dishes, plastic and glass. Yeah, I think I did. I remember saying that now. Right. Take care. Right, you don't know how angry I am. You do, I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking pissed off. After reading that little line, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these cappers. I will fucking kill each fucking cappers. I swear. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they actually say. Fuck these cappers. No fucking vaccine or ever. Oh, I like this guy. Exactly what I'm about to 